describes acts of extreme violence in graphic detail and may include discussions about demonology and the occult, topics that caused widespread panic during the 1980s. This content may not be suitable for children under the age of 50. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. Previously on Grog Talk. First installment of the new Have You Ever Played Out? I absolutely would. Thank you very much for this opportunity. This is a very interesting one. Because, again, I'm, I, unlike the, some of the ones that we had where it was completely felt random, I feel like Rob has put a lot of time and effort into this. But there's a curfew. So there's very lo- this place is locked down. Mm-hmm. They, and I don't think fighting is something that they would like. Yeah, eager to get indoors before curfew. Okay, so obviously you're thinking the guards, maybe, yeah. So I'm going to go with call with the guards and die horribly. I'm taking five. Well, first of all, I'd like to congratulate you both on avoiding my first trap. Take number three. I'm number three. The guard comes and arrests you both. After a short imprisonment, you are both executed. Yay, good, I'm done. Wait, really? Well done, James. Um, What do you think this is? You know, at this point, because it has passed from your uncle to your father, um, some of the standard ways of identifying has gone through time. You'd have to see a very powerful mage to do this. Um, I believe this is a rope of climbing. How much do you think this would be worth? If I were to take this to auction, I would say that this should fetch you, assuming you're not poor of charisma, your average charisma, about 10,000 gold pieces. You know what its gold piece sale value is? I guess 10,000 gold pieces. 10,000 gold Come pieces. Come on! Look at that! Get out! How's that? You're hired, buddy! <laughs> they organize themselves into regional bands and live by scavenging and hunting. Meat forms their diet. And they will eat it no matter what its condition. So you just love any meat. You're a weird dude. You're a very strange person. Okay. Um, I'm a half veggie piggy, half human. I'm semi-human. Yeah, very weird, dude. Welcome to the Broad Talk with your hosts. Dan and James. All right. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Dan said I needed to wake up. Welcome to Grog Talk. I'm James. I'm Dan. Where are you from today, Dan? Well, roll me a D50. D50. Because I still think no one has indicated... A place for us to be, right? Or I wanted them to identify places right. that they used to go to back in the day. And right. We haven't gotten that. So it's going to be random. So we, we ask for things. It's like speaking into the void. There's, we, we really don't get a whole lot. So we're rolling. Using the fecal dice. Uh, six. James, we are from Corner Toys. Corner in Al- Toys. In Al- no, no. In Stewart, Florida. Oh, excellent. That's not too far. Stewart, Florida. 2012 South 
Federal Highway US 1. US 1. Because Stewart is on the East Coast then, obviously. I believe so, yeah. If it's US 1. That's great. Uh, 305. Remember this, Eric? 305. Down 305. 305-283-4303. Tell them James and Dan sent you. That is Corner Toys for all your D&D needs. Excellent. And this is our Valentine's Day uh, special. Is this where we hug? Well, we could. And what did you get me? I know. Didn't uh, you're wearing a T-shirt that I got you, which is kind of hard to see. I'm hard to see. It's, yeah, it's a little thing. But what? Tell the audience what it says. It says Paladin of, of Aphrodite. Aphrodite. That's right. Uh, my wife is very excited to see this. If she only knew what it meant. See, that's the good news. Is although it's hard to see on screen here on the show, I know that you can wear it a lot. You're going to wear it a lot I'm outside wearing it. of the show. I may never between now and Valentine's Day. I may never take it off at this point. This is <laughs> two weeks. It's going to be on me. Yeah, why so. you like you're a new man? <laughs> oh, it's something. <laughs> All right. So uh, we're gonna we're now going to move to our next thing, which is curses in AD and D. This is the Valentine's Day special, and, and Dan and I we try to do something special for every year. And we're like, well, we've done Aphrodite. We did uh, Hallmark Stealing Hearts, who sang. Uh, uh, detect evil. I, mm-hmm. I would do it again, but my voice is not where it needs to be. Um, we did a charisma. So we decided, actually, Dan came up with this great idea. Well, instead of love, what happens when love goes bad? I thought that was your idea. And that was a great idea. Oh, that, but you came up with the mechanic curses on it. So it was a collaborative thing. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, so, so, yes, and I had not thought about curses much. I right. mean, about the actual mechanics of curses. We've, we've talked about curse magic items, which we'll talk about again briefly here, but. Cursing in general, besides swearing, which is different uh, in D anD. d So basically, this is about when your right. You said love has gone bad. Right now, I want to curse my ex. Ex. So you're going to be taught how to curse your ex in this episode. So if you look up curses in the DMG index, which is okay. where I went, very nice. There's not going to be a lot of entries, and for some people, they may not realize this. It took me a while to know too. Remember, if it's in bold. It is in the DMG. If it's not in bold, it's, it's player's handbook. And, you know, that's something you mentioned a, a little bit ago, and I, I, I never understood that. I, it it I drove me crazy that I couldn't find. I, I, and so many times I'm like, there's nothing on page 43 about curses in the DMG. Drive me crazy. Um, oh, speaking of uh, but the Valentine's episode. The, the Succubi. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Succubus is only one. So there's a flask of curses, which we need to talk about, right. which is horrible. Yes. <laughs> I think it's awful. Hard. That's right. And then there is reverse of bless, which I had not realized that the reverse of the bless spell is curse. It's curse, yep. And then there are cursed scrolls, which are also horrible, right? right? So, which we did talk about them. That was the whole indescrib- incomprehensible death. So what would you like to start with? with those well, things? let's start with the actual spell. What, yes. Well, I guess... From your perspective, is there? Did we go to the glossary? Is is curse defined in the glossary? I did not go there. I'm ashamed to say, it is not. Because what's the difference between a curse and a charm and magic? It does. It talks about charm, a magical form of minor mind control, which is interesting. It says minor. Mm-hmm. Feels like the way we play charm person is pretty major, but that's uh, well, that's that's probably the DM's fault. Uh, but it doesn't have curse. And Dwemer from Dwemer Craft, the art. Of magic. That's Did you know? Way. Look at this. Do you know death magic is defined? I think we've talked about that because remember we. But go ahead. Because death magic is a saving throw. It's not death. You know, people say save versus death, and they yeah. go to death magic. It's, it's it's death magic. Right. And there it is. Death rays, fingers of death, fingers of death. 
That's a song. That's on the Valentine's <laughs> that's album. Valentine's album. Fingers of death. <laughs> death seeking probe. Well, that's part of death seeking probe. Fingers of death. <laughs> Fingers of death and other magics which will kill a victim which fails to say. So any magic which will kill its victim. It's okay. The save or die kind of thing. Right. Okay. Except, but not poison. But not poison. Okay. So uh, we are going to. So a curse is this kind. Of, even though it's not defined, it's this idea that some. Unlike bless, which is a positive effect to the character, is a negative effect to the character. Yes. and Whether the, temporary or permanent. And the first one is just sort of minor, right? Yes. The, the because bless is a first level spell. So. Correct. But there's going to be a higher level one, if I recall. I need to find right. There's going to be a higher level one. Well, yeah, it could be. Uh, but yeah, let's start with bless, which is on what page? Bless is on page 43. 43. Okay. First level spell. So, and as James has pointed out to me, you can know if a spell is reversible by looking at next to the title. It says bless, and it says reversible. So you know it is reversible. And then it usually will say what the reverse is. And it says, so where is, so the blessing, so this spell can be reversed by the cleric to a curse upon enemies, which lowers morale into hit by minus one and you've got the duration so that's actually if you think about it so let's talk about the strategy of blessed versus curse no one really thinks about curse i don't think about it i'm a cleric i bless people before melee do i need to do i need to curse them before melee don't you need to do it before melee you blessing you have to do before melee yeah, well, and i would say typically evil clerics or humanoid clerics cast curse on people would you have to do it before melee starts? Which is that? Because it says, a blessing, however, will affect only those not already engaged in melee combat. This spell not, this spell can be reversed by the cleric. It doesn't say whether it has to be before melee. And the reason I ask that is because that would be much more effective. One of the doubts. Well, but it says a blessing. So again, because it says blessing, however, will affect only those not engaged in melee combat. So are you, does that apply to the reversal? I Curse. would say because it says blessing. So, oh, so you're, that's I'm very James. L- you're very saying, literal. It's the blessing. It doesn't say the cursing. It just says the blessing. So if that's to be very helpful then because yes. people always forget to do the blessed spell before melee. Melee breaks out. Right. And then you're like, I want to bless. It's too late. But so could you just reverse it? I guess you'd have to memorize the reverse though. Yes. It's, I think we recall that uh, to, you have to memorize when you learn it, you have to learn the reverse one, and your deity may not be super thrilled with you learning a reverse one. Okay, well, that's... Okay, so this is... So it says, in any event, the cleric must decide which application of reversible spell will be prior to learning it. it. This is on page 43, the second paragraph from the bottom. So it's midway through. In any event, the cleric must decide which application of the reversible spell will be used prior to learning it, i.e., it is not possible to have the spell both ways. But, but... Okay, so let's talk about that, because if, if you're going to rule it as the DMG, and I think this is debatable, but if, if you rule it literally, that I can cast it on my enemies while in melee, this makes it a more effective spell than Bless. Right. And now let's talk about whether or not it really is something that might upset your uh, deity. Because if I am cursed, is, so is it, a, is it a, an evil-type act to curse an evil creature? So is it wrong to curse? Orcs that I'm fighting curse you. Curses. Curses. Well, the reverse of the spell is to curse upon enemies. So, yeah, which, which lowers morale and to hit by minus one. The, so the short answer is, it, 
I see your point of if the the cursing is allowed, it becomes a more powerful spell because you don't have the, the limitation of that. And, and the net effect is, is it better to be minus one to be hit? Well, again, typically you it's better for you all to hit than to be minus one, unless it's a more powerful creature. So in other words, uh, and, and, and in this case, there may be one, if you're fighting a dragon, curse is not as good as bless on you because there's one creature against five. But like you could have six of your players. Oh, be I see. Your, oh, very good point. Very good point. If you if you outnumber them, you should have all your. You're right. You're right. Because then you're plus five as opposed to whoever has the more numbers. It's better than right. Four. So if there's five orcs come upon you in an alley. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you don't, you don't want to bless yourself. You want to you want to curse them. Right. Get minus on all of them. Get minus one to hit, and the morale goes. That down. makes sense to me. I wonder if they talk about it all in the spell, in the DMG, in the spell discussion. Oh, that's a great point. Just to double check. You know, you have so many things you got to double check. No, they don't talk about, Gary doesn't talk about Bless at all. Um, But, so now back to your other question is, would your deity, um, the only reason I bring that up is, likewise, spells which are baneful may be used only at peril by clerics of good alignment. Oh, which are baneful. Oh, okay, you're on page Page 43. Yep. And where exactly are you at? Say, the reversal of some spells might well place the cleric in a questionable position with respect to alignment. The use of spells which promote weal must be shunned by evil clerics in many cases. Likewise, spells which are baneful may be used only at peril by clerics of good alignment. Baneful. It is harmful. Oh, so anything that's harming. Oh, yeah, that would be curses harm. Well, it's not like a, it's not like a cause wounds, but it... All right. So I I would say you know it's typical. It depends. So if you were idea, if you were and just using as an example, if we were going to fight the orcs in the uh, citadel by the sea, we knew we were going against orcs. Let's just say for argument. And I'm a and I'm the cleric of Corellin. The thing, I dear Corellin, I'm uh, I would learn it myself. I would probably have an issue with cursing orcs, right? Because they're my natural enemies. Well, when you put it that way. Right, right. It so, doesn't sound good. Yeah, it doesn't sound good. The word sound. curse sounds right. bad. Curse sounds bad. opposite of love. So, so, okay, well then why, let's say I'm a half-orc cleric. Right. And I worship Bagtrue, of right. course. And uh, is he upset if I do a bless spell? Yes, it says. You wouldn't, be, you wouldn't like that. Oh, you don't like bless. They've already cursed. That's hilarious. Well, it says in the player's handbook. Now, yeah. Part that makes it interesting is you can go to under the tribal spellcasters under DMG. I think it is blessed. That's the default. But wait a second. Clearly, clearly, Bagtru's not upset if a half or cleric is do. Is Bagtru upset if a half or cleric of lawful evil alignment is casting oh, cured light bless. wounds? No. Uh, that's well, painful. That's the same as what, I'm sorry. Say that again. So I'm a half or cleric. Yes. Lawful evil. A bag true, my deity. Yeah. And I, I want to cast Cure Light Wounds. Well, well, it says it's per the player's handbook. So it's just, yes. It says you're not supposed to do good things, things that are healing. Basically, you should do cause light wounds. It's a, it's a race to the bottom, basically. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's hilarious. So if I'm, if I'm writing up a half Evil's orc Evil's dumb, basically, is what you're doing. Yes. So I'm writing up the half. So it's, it's cause light wounds, mm-hmm. curse. Right. It sounded pretty cool, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I like this. Darkness. There's no light. <laughs> there's no light. It's darkness. Oh, this is hilarious. It's all the reverse. Yeah. The use of spells which promote wheel must be shunned by evil clerics in many cases. So 
I'm I, not creating water. I'm getting rid of water. Right, destroy water. We should do. We should do a show on reverse spells. Just all, okay. All the reverse all spells. Because you know you don't think a lot about the reverse spells. You know. Well, I do in a lot of cases. I mean, because well, you're evil. Of, well, that's true. Yes. So um, again, so that's a great point with curse. So I, it's limited to its use. It's just like animate dead. You're. The act of animate dev is not a good one, is basically how it defines it. Not an evil one, but it's not a good one. Usually in these TV shows and movies, when you go to the person to try to get the curse, it, they, they depict it as somewhat negative, that what you're doing. All right. So that's very interesting. Okay. So, so some, one, one broad, what about lawful neutral clerics? Well, again, if you're neutral, because I think the vision of clerics were not neutral ones, even though they came, that was part of it. They, some of this stuff gets a little squirrely. But yeah, neutral clerics can do as long, as long as their deity is okay with it, which is why clerics should not be in the abstract. They should have a deity with fine things that would tell Well, them. you need to have that discussion. Right, exactly. What discussion. can I do? You, right. you don't want misunderstandings. Right, you certainly don't want misunderstandings in your books. Bagchu, exactly. can I heal anyone? I mean, you're right. not talking to Bagchu. You're clearly talking to the minion. Right, exactly. Well, in the first level, yourself, you're, it's in your books. It's in your... Uh, Right, books. Oh, and I'm sure it's part of your training. Yeah, yeah. So when you're training, that's what that's what you're learning as an acolyte. That's right. You're learning, right. I have a question. Can I do cause silence? <laughs> Does this give me on the silence? So, so you're taking silence. The, so what part of silence? <laughs> so when you're taking the exam, it's like, can you do a your worship bag true? Can you do a no? That's not the question. I mean, these are good questions. These, you, you're you're the act. An acolyte is uh, preparing spells. Tomorrow they, he knows he's potentially meeting against worshippers of this <laughs> and worshippers of that. Right, what, right. what is the best answer that you can use? Because it's not the right answer. What's the best answer in the situation? Right. Pick one of the five. And it's like, no, that's correct, but it's not the best answer. You will now be punished. <laughs> show me your hindquarters. Show me your hindquarters. Show me your hindquarters. Three lashes. Backing up your hindquarters. Three lashes. <laughs> All right. It just writes itself. So, so, this is where, okay, ready for this? Speaking of reversible, this is where it gets good. There is a spell, as I'm sure you know, James, third level clear spell called Remove, Remove curse. curse. Right, which is the advanced one. Exactly. So, this is, so this is reversible. And I'm not, and just reverse, uh, Remove Curse and Cure Disease are one of these spells, like Create Water, that are unfortunate from my perspective because there's a lot of cool things that becomes uncool very quickly and there's people who are like well that's why you get higher level like curses are great and diseases are great you know they provide flavor and the world should be but as soon as you become third level or fifth level cleric you're like boop cure disease boop, boop. Oh. and all these problems that early levels have they go away Right. People don't freak out when they get diseased or cursed. Right. It's like you just go to the doc. Right. right. It's like it should be right. It's it's like penicillin. It's, it's venereal disease after penicillin was made. Right. And it's antibiotics. Not big, it's not a big deal. Right. It's a, right. So so basically the world of people who do curses when that spell comes along. So oh, so this is like this is very much like people are the like curse of creating stuff and like this is like a big breakthrough. Yeah. Some cleric summers worked really hard. And has created a, has just created a remove curse spell, and then it's like he sells it, it spreads, and now it's like, oh yeah, it's another big deal. And everyone who's cursing people are like, seriously? Yeah, it's it's the uh, treatment, you know, and not to belittle this, it's like we've had terrible diseases throughout the world, mm -hmm. and we get to the treatment, and now they're manageable. They're not a death sentence. Which, from a D and D campaign, having the problem is the the curse. 
there would be fun to have these curses. That's why insanity is almost a little better because sanity is much harder to he- you have to use a heal spell. So you can have these lingering kind of ticks that your character has. But with curses, they just as soon as they oh I'm cursed, run over to the deity and get it get it healed. So the so the so the evil, the EHPs or whatever they are, right? The, the evil high priest, they created the curse spell and then very quickly there was a campaign by right. the lawful good clerics come up with the antidote, the basically. Curse, that's right. Right, the, uh, the uh, vaccine. And that reversible is very rarely used. Everyone uses remove. Oh, most people, parties, they never try to use curse. But it's pretty cool. I don't use remove curse. I don't, I don't trust the government. I don't believe in it. I'm not. I'm waiting. Is remove curse in it? It's still it's, it's experimental, it's un, it's isn't it? It's under emergency authorization. There should be spells that are like in their experimental stage. Like, you don't know what should that really happen, right? You know, don't you think they would go through? That would be a great campaign. Yeah. That would be a campaign like a new creature comes and the wizard, the Valley of the Mage, comes up with a spell that works sixty percent of the time. Yes, and it's all you know, but it's highly effective if you try. You shoot it twice, right? The spells, <laughs> right? Some right because there's like a different strain or something right. like that. Or, you know, yeah, it's a morphing like the Urkai when they're you know mor- morphing out of the primordial yeah. thing, and, and different variants come out. You can right, have right, variants of orcs, the bear, the Beta Urkai, right. and the uh, Delta Urkai. And so you have the the blast, you know. You have this uh, mm-hmm. the uh, this, this this light blast, and it's only sixty percent effective. And then as new variants come, it doesn't work. Right, right. I like that. They're very fluid, very dynamic. So that you could do that for Dave Con. I know you kind of wrote the adventure, but maybe you want to redo that. Now. Uh, well, I'll, I'll think about that. I'll take that under <laughs> advisement. So here's the thing: is the bestow curse, which is very cool. And now I so much want to do a pre- half work pregen. You know, he's got the bestow curse. Well, there's only one problem. Oh, I hate the fourth level. They can't get to third level spells unless there's magic involved. That gets good. Well, they could. They could get oh, these. The they, scroll. They could get the scroll. He's got the scroll. That's right. That's even more fun because they have yeah. a chance of failure. Right. Oh, wait a second. With is low it, wisdom, t- it's a. Is there a chance of backfiring, or is that something else? No, backfire is scroll, yeah. So, wait, would it curse you? Yes. That's awesome. Or remove the curse of someone else. That's awesome. Right, or remove someone else. Or you're, like, trying to curse somebody, and it curses you. That's great. I love it. All right, it writes itself. Okay, now, there's not a lot of, of fleshing out right. of the bestow curse spell. So, the... Okay, let's talk about the reversal. So, on page 47 of the player's handbook... Yep. And it says... Um, kind of halfway through it. Oh, no, I, okay, yes, yes, it is halfway through it. The verse, it's like more of this. It's more of the reverse. I love it. The verse of the spell is not permanent. Oh, wait, the reverse of the spell is not permanent. Yes. The, oh, really? Yeah, it's not permanent. Oh. Yeah, it Boo. It's just, oh, the bestowed curse lasts for one turn. Per level. Ooh, for every level of experience of the clerics. I mean, curses are supposed to be permanent until they get removed. I would say this is a great opportunity to like combine remove curse with some kind of geese or something like that. Like, what's, what's the que- geese, right? Quest? What's quest? Yeah. Quest is fifth level, right? So you have until fulfilled. So I like the yeah. idea because um, yeah. you, you have... Um, like under quest, it's sort of a curse. You are cursed to do this, and if you don't do it, um, you get affected by spell loses one from its saving throw each day. It's such action, so it's kind of you're kind of cursed. Yeah. So I would modify quest and and do some kind of make it more of a curse kind of. 
Okay, well, well, wait a second. But can your curse be that you got to go on this quest? So in other words... Well, that's what quest does. That's, but does that's, I know, but I can't cast quest. Can I can my curse if I'm a cleric? I assume quest is a magic. These are spells. No, quest is a... Oh, it's a cleric, it's a cleric spell. Oh, it is a cleric spell. It's a fifth level. Oh, it's Geese is a sixth level magic user spell. All right, well, what is, so that's a bummer. I don't like that. The bestow curse lasts for one turn for every level of experience of the cleric using the spell. It will lower one ability of the victim to three. Right. And that's funny. Your yeah. DM will determine which by random selection. So if, you, if you're a fighter and your strength goes to three, are you not a fighter anymore? I guess you're not while the curse lasts. Right, I mean, they go back. That would to being be really hardcore. Well, oh, you well, but you go back, don't you? Yeah, think? yeah right. You would go back. Right, fifty percent of the time, reduce the victims to hit and saving throw probabilities by minus four twenty five percent of the time, or make the victim fifty percent likely per turn to drop whatever he, she, or it is holding. So fit. Okay, so reduce the victims to hit and saving throw. Okay, wait, help me out here. I can do the math here. All right. There's three outcomes yeah. that can happen. Half the time, one of your abilities goes to three. Okay. A quarter of a time, you get minus four to hit and save. A quarter of a time, uh, you either do nothing or your item has a 50% chance of dropping every round, every turn. Oh, I see. All right, all right, all right. So it's not a bad spell, but this is just a very sort of like combat but kind of... here's the beauty part. Read yes. the last two sentences. I agree. It is possible for a cleric to devise his or her own curse, and it should be similar in power to those shown. Consult your referee. The target of a bestowed curse spell must be touched. If the victim is touched, a saving throw is still applicable, and if it is successful, the effect is negated. That's the fun. Right. Creating your own curse. Make, do your, make your own curse. So, people in Discord, I think Lloyd put all the curses for um, rolls. said something right at the beginning of uh, I had a doc removing cursed magic items in the Discord. It summarizes every item from the DJ and removes. So we, I've seen charts for different kind of curses. That would be we need to have find that. I'm sure someone has done it. The list of curses that you could say. I, I think a random curse that's of different than this. That in other words, that your deity would bestow upon someone. I've actually seen this in the halls. So spoiler alert. So don't listen if you ever want to go. I listen. Okay. In the halls of Tizen Thane, Sega Thane, if he is about to die, will curse the person who killed him with a particular curse. Ah, that you will, never, you will never avoid a fight or something like that. So Beautiful. Now, it's meant to be. I assumed it was going to be permanent. I don't know. He's a necromancer. I don't know if, if you have special spells. I think you do have special spells. But so, well, I, so, and monsters and, and can do whatever they want. That's the beauty of it. That's right. And so, he was, are you calling Sega Thane a monster? Yes. So, he's a monster. He's not, he's not a character. So what you could do is, if you're creating a pre-gen, you could create their own curse spell. Right. Which would be a lot of fun. Like, that's, that's based upon their that's deity. That's the beauty of this. That is the beauty of it. Right. Okay. I, and I like that. I not thought about that. And so I like but that. But unfortunately, your half-orc is kind of screwed because he, 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 oh. he would have to get a scroll right. thing that he would want. Oh, so you, but you can go. So there's a market for it. So, mm -hmm. so it's, it's, there's cursed scrolls. Right. You don't, you don't want to be confused about this. That's right. This could be a real problem. This is a problem. There's a big difference between cursed scrolls. Right. And, and scrolls with bestow curse on it. Right. Oh, you wanted that. Oh, you, you went to the wrong bin. That's aisle six, not aisle seven. Or, or, or even worse, it was misplaced. <laughs> <laughs> the clerk. Well, then when they returned them, when people, you know, they, 
I don't need this. <laughs> yes. And, you know, I was going to give this Can to I get a refund? Just get a day return policy? Right. And then they... The, the, but you got the, the gift clerk, receipt. I got a gift receipt. Right. And then the clerk puts it in the wrong bin. Right. When and they then you buy it. it. And you buy thinking it's a bestow curse, and it's actually the curses, which we're going to talk about now, in the DMG. That's when you got to talk to legal. We got a lawsuit coming. Well, it depends you if you become water and drain away. So, oh, that was hilarious. I love this. Yeah, you know we're rolling for this. Yep. So an, another curse, uh, besides DMs coming up with their own curses, is cursed magic items. There's a bunch of mer- cursed magic items. So we're going to go start with the scroll of curses, which is okay. super fun. Page 121. 121. This is just being horrible. This is ju- it's just horrible. Yep. Of the DMG. So... If, you, if you're randomly rolling on this, oh, my God, wait, does that mean that I could come to the Antiques Roadshow? I'm right. sorry, Artifact Road, not Antiques Roadshow. Ooh, not that. Uh-oh, we're in trouble. All legal. Artifact Roadshow mm-hmm. with a curse scroll. Poor James. You open this thing? Yeah. Like, and, and that's not good. Well, if you didn't read it, it, become, it has a chance of fading. So that's going to be, of course, I assume the curse. That would be my first thing. If, how long have you had this scroll? A week? And you haven't had, read it? Nope. And I see writing on it, I'm not touching it. Because once I, oh, well, wait, once I open it. Oh, wait, okay, well, let's talk about that. So, when does, scrolls will fade normally once you take them out of their seal. They start to fade, right? Is this something different with cursed well, scrolls? Well, on number two, it says, it's incumbent upon the dungeon master to do his utmost to convince players that a cursed scroll must should be read. This is horrible. So, Gary is saying that the DM is supposed to, like, encourage his players to read this oh, thing? Oh, read the next sentence. Uh, this is to be accomplished through duplicity, coercion, and threat, etc. I.e., any yes. scroll not read has a chance of fading in normal air, but this can be noted by their cave wording if read in the still dungeon atmosphere. So, okay, so we know that scrolls. So, where's that rule? There's a rule that scrolls yeah, start to fade. later in scrolls, when you go to scrolls themselves, yes. Okay, so let, let's talk about how I find a scroll. So, I find a scroll, and it's going to be. Probably in some sort of tube or something, right? right? It says on page 127 for scrolls. Yep. Okay. So I'm going to find it in a cylinder. So I find a tube, an ivory tube, and I don't know what it is, but it may have... Or jade certain... or leather or metal or wood, yep. Right. I may... So there may be certain magic runes or writing described on the tubes. So there may... that. So I see that, and that's fine. And I may have to, so I may have to read magic. Is that right? If it's a magical runes to open. And uh, keep reading. This is interesting because there's another part that I kind of overlooked past. This enables you to have read magic or comprehend language spells taken and used, as well as giving the possibility for traps and curses along with a powerful. So you can have a cursed scroll inside a cursed case. That's just, okay. All right. All right. So, all right. Now the wizard in the marketplace, that's what he does all day. Because I think very step by step. So I find an ivory or a wood or a whatever right. case. Yep. And it looks like it would fit a scroll. I'm not an idiot. I'm an adventurer. Right. I'm a lioness. Right. I find the scroll case. And I see on it there's going to be some writing. And this writing could be either. Magical writing. And, right. So it's magical writing. So can I use comprehend languages to read magical writing? Well, it says you may have read magic or comprehend language spells taken and used as well as the possibility for traps. So does that, So you take that to be a yes? I mean, I don't yes. know that we need to, like, look up comprehend. Yes. If I remember correctly, comprehend languages, it will allow you to read magical writing, but not magical spells or something version of that. Now, I will look up comprehend languages and, while you do that. And not all, of course, have that. I mean, some of you just open. Right. Some we just, may. But if you wanted to 
really have fun, you could do that. Right, right. Well, that is kind of fun. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not saying it's a curse yet, but it's kind of fun to have. So you can't even open it without... Yeah, it says the magic will read incomprehensible written message such as a treasure map, but not a magical writing other than to know it's magic or understand the language of speaking creature. So I, it doesn't read magic per se, but it can read, um, it can determine if it's magical. Oh, wait a second. Then if it, it has to be magical writing to be read to open it. I mean, that's going to be the well, definition the of magical writing. One, right. Then why did you say comprehend language? That just, that, that just means I know it's magical writing. Yes. Does magical writing appear or does it like have to like, is it like in script? Or is it yeah, it's scripted? You can make it invisible. There are invisible writing, but so most of it, so I see so I'll see it in writing, but I won't understand it. I'll see like some writing on there. And so the comprehend why would I need comprehend language? If I can't understand, it isn't hurting my head? I'm not like this. Do I know something's magical writing if I'm not a wizard? I just show up and there's some writing on a scroll. Yeah, you should I, I mean, mean on a scroll tube. But it you it doesn't it, here's the thing, you see writing on a tube, you don't know if it's magical or not magical. Or if it's a language that you don't understand. Oh, so okay. If you cast read magic and it's just a language you don't understand, you won't read it. <laughs> Not magic, right? But it, so, so comprehend language at least allow me to know that it is magic. magical. So don't blow the read magic. Right. Spell on it. Right. So no, read magic. You're going to need the read magic to read the scroll when you get to it potentially. But I, but I'm casting a comprehend languages. Wait, that's a wait comprehend languages. That's so, a spell. That's also a spell. Thieves? Can I thieves? Does that include magic? thieves? Could learn to read. Yes, they later they can comprehend languages. That's where thieves are useful. So, so if they're if, high enough level. So if you're high enough levels, that the thief, you say the thief, come over here. There's some words. Do you right. know what this is? And if he makes his roll, he'd say, "Well, it's ma Yes, it's magical. I don't know what it says, but it is magical." Well, he can read languages. Oh, so he can. At he can read fourth level, twenty percent chance. Wait, does that mean he? Can, but does that just mean he knows it's magical script, or does that mean he can actually read magic? Later, he can read magic. He can read scrolls later. But can I, is, is, a, is a mirror comprehend language is simply going to tell me it's magical writing? Comprehend language is going to tell you it's, it's magical writing. And then I hand it over to the, the wizard who will then, who then cast. The same wizard who will now have to cast to read magic. He'll have to burn twice. One way you burn, if, you, if, it's, if it's writing that's not magical and you cast comprehend languages, you're successful. It's like a truth table. Sure. Is the language magical? Or not magical. If, you, if it's not magical and you cast comprehend languages, you can read it. Not, if it's read magic and it's not magical, you waste it. One way, right, sure. you're going to waste one or the other. Now, if so it's, it's not... A, again, again, what's the purpose of all this? To screw the players. That's what Gary's saying. Well, I'm obviously not going to have non-magical. Why would I have non-magical writing on there? So it was like, comes from the Valley of the Mage. But it could be in a, in a script that you don't understand. But what am I saying? Is it uh, this is a cursed item and go screw yourself. I don't know. A little warning? Yeah, maybe. Whatever. All yeah. right. John was here. Whatever. Okay. So, Or it could be an anagram or some kind of cryptology that you're unable to read, which I would say comprehend languages would allow you to do. But that's not going to pop it open because that would make no. it magic. Right. Well, it could say twist here. And, oh, that's and true. To open right. with directions. Right. These are the directions that open it. To open, right. Grab, you know, opens at hindquarter. <laughs> pull, pull its hindquarters. <laughs> right. Okay. So it has a, um, all right, so I get its tube. It has some magical writing. By the way, this is so first edition. This, this is, is so first this edition. This is why people spend an hour opening a scroll if you wanted to. 
And, and, and right. some of the players hate this. We're all looking at it. What right. do we do? Everyone's hurtled around. And then at some point, they're all like, clear, get away from it, because he's about to open it. So, yeah. So, you, you could read. The, so, the magical writing itself could be cursed writing. Is that like a, is that, that could set off a curse. Yes. Is that like a, like reading? A, well, no. Non-magical should not set off No, magical. Curse. Yes. Magical could set off the curse right then and there. What Correct. is that? Is that like a scroll? Like, what is, like, you read something that's mad. You read magical writing. Mm-hmm. And why does it do something bad to me? Like, what's the mechanic in well, these there was, books? You're, what, what he's implying is, this is that, in that paragraph, this enables you to have read magic, blah, 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 as possibility for traps, symbols, and explosive runes. Those are uh, examples. Or curses. Oh, so you've, oh, where's explosive ruins? Is that like it's in third, the book somewhere? Third level, third level magic user spell. Oh, my God. So the magic user can place explosive ruins oh, yeah. on the... Anything, on lots of things. Oh, but that would be kind of smart of him. How does he, can he avoid the explosive? Oh, I believe did. so, if I remember. Oh, so in other words, oh, so in other words, it may not be the real, it's a trick, right? So it's not the, I'm like, yeah, I'm, the light bulb's coming on. It, it may not be the, it's not actually what you need to open it. Like the other, the other word, he knows the word to open it. And he puts an explosive ruins on it. And you read it because you think the explosive ruins are needed to open. Yeah, so case. you can't, so explosive ruins you can put on a book, map, scroll, or similar item. The magic user or anyone he instructs can open it without causing it to explode. People who can't can have a chance of it blowing up. And it does 12 to 30 hit points of damage, basically killing most so of So you them. read. So if you read that, so you're reading that, you're thinking that is the, right. the word to open the scroll case. Yes. You read it. You need to do a save or basically there's a big explosion. Yeah, I think there's an explosion regardless, and then you make oh. a save. There's a percentage chance that you cause it to go off. That's hilarious. Okay, got it. Right, and the thing Flix basically says as you read it, you're already dead kind of thing. <laughs> right. By reading this, you're already you're dead. You're dead. And you're reading it, you're dead. Right, right. So, okay, so that's. But you could infer, you could do a curse. There's no, there is no mechanic for it, but you could do a curse. You mean that writing is a curse on yes. the scroll? Right, you could, you as the DM could say, oh, you're now cursed with leprosy, or you're cursed with. Is it the equivalent like, of the curse spell? Like I get to say, I could do a curse. Turns. Yeah, I mean, or yeah, you'd be, you could do that version of it. or You could make it whatever you want. You're the DM. You don't have, to have a reason to do that. Okay, so that stinks. So that's all very dangerous. Then I finally open it. Now I've opened it. Once I open it, it could start to fade. Is that right? So there's fading rules, right? Right. Well, that's because again, you want them to read it. Right. Scrolls not read to determine. Now this is when uh, this is when it's. Like opening like a bag of chips. This is once I open it now, right? It's being exposed to the air, right? So when I'm a, when I'm a magic user and I make a scroll, I immediately seal it up. It's got to be sealed well. I can't have any holes. We talked about this. I can't have any holes in it, right? In That's theory. what keeps it fresh. Fresh. It has a no expiration date, does it? But once I open it, it's like soda. Yes. Once, it's going it to start going fading. flat. Right, right. Immediately are from the chance... Scrolls not read to determine contents immediately are from 5 to 30% likely to fade. So I read it, it doesn't, just because I read it, it doesn't fade? Like my eyeball power gives it light? Because it's a, the whole ha-ha, scroll, curse scroll, ha-ha. That's why. This is all about making Oh people... my gosh, it's all coming together. Yes. This, this is all designed to make me read it sooner? Right. That's what he says in the other part. You do whatever you can to make them read it because we want fun. Well, what else would I do? I bring it back home. What do I do with it? Well, it's the, identify. It's the same thing with the identify. You can send or, or, or pay your enslaved magic user that you've charmed 
to read it. I'm Think sorry. about how players are. Right. They're evil jerks who, right. in their world, they would be Saruman. They would have factories producing scrolls and potions, and they'd have enslaved. I mean, these are the kind of players. That's that your job doing. is to read. You're, you're like the ta- you're like you're the, the taster. Taste, you're the taste tester. That's right. right. So you hoard all these things and you shove them in a room and go, all right, hand them the next scroll. Yeah. So you just hear randomly like an explosion. Like every now and then, you're in this factory and you hear an explosion, right? Like who was that? And like I was Sam. Somebody's blown up. Oh, by the way, that's a great idea. If if we ever roll that, the uh, you have the book of many things, uh, deck of many things to bring to the antiques artifact roadshow. So you may want to start bringing that with right. you if, if you don't have it. Oh, you have it. Okay. It's here somewhere. Here. Just in case you roll it. Right, that's right. Or you decide that you rolled and it. And I put it down. I you, think you'd know what it is. Right. Or Because I'm not looking at your dice roll. I mean, I guess I should just check it, but you could be going, oh, uh, 37, uh, 28. Oh, look at no, that. No, I'm going to roll. I still want to get like this. Like I dropped down a hand or whatever. I can't <laughs> want to get an artifact for these <laughs> My days. My fault. My fault. <laughs> I can't wait. Okay. So, so I really need to start reading this, right? Not rid of me. Well, wait a second. If I don't open it, it's not fading. The ar- Here is the only argument I've always ever made, to, again, to keep this from not being ridiculous. Yeah. It's the same idea with the uh, identify, that once you touch it... This, what's it? The scroll? The, any magic. Remember with identify? You have to identify it within a certain yes. amount of time. Oh, yes, you do. That's right. Because the, the memories. Right. So this is kind of the reverse thing. Like, it was owned by someone else, and, and if you collect it, it's not owned by anyone, and so the, the Dwemer, I guess, disappears. So you have to read it, so then it becomes, it's going to continue because now it becomes your magic. Is that only and if I'm I... I'm making this up. Is that only if I take it out of the case? What if I keep it in the case? I find a scroll case, if I keep, keep it in the case, case, and I'm just going to stick it in my backpack. Yeah, I think that the, the way you read this... Um, it says scrolls not read, but again, it says it says generally found. So I would argue that if it was a sealed case that was trapped or, or locked, yes. it would not change. Okay. Um, if it if it's just a scroll that's sitting there, aka you just murdered the the you, the wizard you're fighting has a scroll of seven spells, and you I don't know why it wouldn't be cursed in that case, but let's just go with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you murder them, and it's lying on the floor next to you. If you don't read it. There's a five to three okay. chance it's going to fail. And so what you're suggesting is this is designed to get to convince players to read it now for the fun that is this table, so that it can be a curse. Right. It is a con- So now I'm going to reread this because now it's making more sense. We got context. It is incumbent upon the dungeon master to do this, uh, to do his utmost to convince players that a curse scroll should be read. So Gary, I just want to make sure I understand what's going on here. Is Gary actually suggesting that the DM? Try to intervene on player choices here. Yes. Well, coercion is clearly the and threat are, are manipulating the 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 players. Any scroll, oh, this is any scroll not read has a chance of fading in normal air. So that would also suggest that once it's popped open, is when it happens. But this can be noted by the archaic wording if read in the still dungeon atmosphere. What is what is that? But this can be noted. Is noted right? Is that a typo? But this can be avoided. Or no. What does that mean? But this can be noted by the archaic wording, if read in the still dungeon. So I think it's a still dungeon atmosphere is going to prevent it from fading. But this can be any scroll not read has a chance of fading in normal air. But this still can be noted by the archaic wording if read in the still dungeon. But this still can be noted. 
I, I think it's meant just in case. It's just basically, if you don't read it soon, it's going to fade if it's not in a scroll case, locked, sealed. Okay. That's, yeah, because I don't understand I don't, that, I don't that, that, but I don't this that can means. be noted by the archaic wording. If. Okay. Um, okay. So, all right. So, they're going to. So, okay. Here's the next question. Yeah. Is I know that D, uh, players often say, I'm the magic user. I look at it. Can I tell if this is a magic user score? They just want to know if it's a magic user so, a spell. So they, when they read, can, can they know that without a read magic, do you think? If, if it's, well, it depends on what kind of spell it scrolls. Let's say it is a magic user scroll. Okay. And he opens it up. Right. So now there's a chance. So he's going to say, I'm going to avoid the fading. Be right, because I'm reading it now. But do you, is, can you read it without read magic? Well, I guess so. I don't know well, we talked about this as incomprehensible death. As soon as you attempt to read it, whether you know what it's reading or not, you are cursed. Or the cursing happens. Uh, if you attempt to read it, are you able, let, well, let's say it's not cursed. Are you able to know if it's a magic user spell without casting read magic? Like, are you just like, can you just like kind of tell? Well, the way we do, well, the way we've always done it based on the readings we've had, I think we talked about when we talk about scrolls is, First, if is is you know, there's a flow chart. Some all right, Rob. Someone needs to work on the flow chart. You find a scroll. Is it in a case that's locked? Is it in a case with writing? Yes. Thief is he high enough level? Yes. Thief looks at it to see, or everyone looks at it to see if they can read it. If, if the language is readable. If the answer is no, magic user casts comprehend languages. Is it magical? Yes or no? Read magic or not? Okay. Now, have you figured out how to open the case? Yes. Oh, and just to be clear, a um. A, uh, a knock spell will open it, won't it? I believe so. Okay. So now you've opened the case. Now you're on to part two of the flow chart. So the first person who should grab the, if you're playing 1E rules, not 1.5, the first person who should pick it up is the cleric because 30% of all scrolls are cleric scrolls. Mm -hmm. And they do not need a... Um, they read do, magic. They do not need read magic. And some of these are save versus spell. No, there, no, there are no save source spells. So um, they also have more hit points than the magic user. So they're more likely. If if he can't, he or she can't read it, then you can either give it to the illusionist or the druid. Because of the thirty percent of all cleric spells, twenty five percent are druidical, and of all scrolls, ten percent are illusionist. Of the of the seventy five percent of the magic user ones, ten percent are illusionist. Neither of them have a read magic. Later in the book that shall not be named, there's read illusionist magic. So they they can't read it. Now you know. It is, and you, and you, if they can't read it, then you either it's a scroll that it's a language you don't understand, or it's a magic user. So at that point, you're back to see scroll chart one. Do you cast comprehend language or you start with read magic? So if you cast read magic, you can't read it, then it's, it's just a scroll with language. Oh, and that's assuming you can do that process of elimination. You may not have party members. Correct. And then, if, so then it's a magic, let's say it's just almost a sole magic user. And I looked at the spell. Would you tell me if that is a magic user? Am I, am I able to know if that's a magic user scroll without casting read magic? I'm no. just a, no. You just, I know. The only thing you can know is it's a curse. Because if it's a curse, curse takes effect immediately, regardless. As soon as you open it and you look at it, it starts cursing. Oh, right. So I don't need to start reading it. I just open it. You open it and you, in the attempt what? of reading, the curse goes off. Right, at all, whether I can read it or not. Right. Got it. Okay. So the curse is a That's the whole incomprehensible death is what we talked about. So I'm going to roll, and you tell me what happens. I okay. open this curse spell. You scroll seven. Seven. Ah, so if, if you're... Oh, this is very nice. Reader polymorph to monster of equal level which attacks any creatures nearby. 
Yeah, they're pretty terrible. These are pretty horrible. Um, as for me, I would do a monster summoning there because I'm I'm a jerk. Yeah, yeah. So you right. So you you mentioned earlier, reader turned to liquid and drains away. Bad enough, it's not just liquid, but he has to add and drains away. <laughs> it just happens to be a drain. It just happens to be like that little shower drain that's sitting there. Uh, reader polymorph monster. That's the one I rolled. Reader and all within 20-foot radius transported 200 to 1,200 miles in a random direction. We had that in one of the campaigns. Did you really? Yep. Reader and all in 20-foot radius transported to another planet. Planar continuum. That's ridiculous. <laughs> you have to do a campaign on another planet? But that's, so, you know, we have some comments. Well, isn't it kind of alluding to the adversarial nature. You know, we've had debates, you know, is the DM adversarial or not? And even then it says they're supposed to be neutral. But then you keep seeing these kind of screw job things. I think part of it is the fun. This is Gonzo. Back to the Gonzo. You have this great campaign with all this, right? We have this map of the world of Grog, the Grog Empire. And Joe Bob put, picks up a cursed scroll and now he's on another planet. Are <laughs> you drained away? Now you've got a new campaign. Well, or, yeah, but it's, 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 you, have a, you have a new campaign then. You don't have a new campaign if you go down a drain. So right. some of this you have to enjoy 1E e as sort of a video game, sort of like you died, right? You play a video game. You know, there's, and de- there's definitely a thing of, and I remember this, someone, the, the greed of picking up the weapon or the item and it causes them horrible things and everyone else is laughing because right. it's fun. Your character, he's drained away. Ah. You got it, but that does then create this idea that we're all going to stand around the scroll case for twenty minutes, right. talking about what to do. Right. Well, and that's yeah. This is so first this edition. So first and the edition. other ones were. And these books, books kill, kill me. me. Disease fatal to reader in two to eight turns unless cured. Seventy-six to nineties explosive runes. Ninety-one to 90s magic item nearby is demagic. That's the that's the least offensive. And zero zero. Randomly rolled spell affects reader at 12th level of magic use. Randomly rolled spell affects reader. So it's like the spell, so whatever spell it is, is cast on you. Randomly rolled spell affects reader at 12th level of magic. Right. So it's just total random spell. Though. Total random spell. I assume it's a magic user spell? Well, wow. why not? Could be any spell. You're right. This chart is very gonzo. Right. Randomly rolled spell affects. You literally would roll a random spell. I would do like we did with the scrolls. We would basically determine what right. kind of spell it is, what kind of level, and what happens. That is very gonzo. I mean, I love it. Right. That's great. Right. But it's very gonzo. Okay. So that's a curse And scroll. you could, this is where the DM could say, all the scrolls from the Valley of the Mage only do, the, if it's cursed, it only does zero, zero. That's a random spell that happens. Because that would right. be super fun. Right. Well, that's true. That's true. Because it could be plus, it could be wish. Or not, 12th level. Well, that's right. 12th level so would be up to 5th or 6th level, depending on what you are. Yeah, that's right. It'd be fun. I like random. Well, you, you know I like random. It could be enchanted item. It could be fireball that just goes off. It could be anything like that. And then there is a potion. I know we probably got to get moving along here. There's a potion. Wasn't there a potion? There's a flask of curses. Flask of curses. So, oh, that must, oh, that's a spell. Oh, that's when you open up. It's, so it's actually a miscellaneous magic item. Yep. It's not a potion. It's just it's actually just the flask. Well, and there are a number of cursed items. So the for instance, the sensor of summoning hostile air elemental. Um, yes. where you think, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna put this incense in, and I'm gonna have an air elemental, and it actually comes out and attacks you. So And the mine is one sword. Yeah, the cursed one that doesn't leave your hand. Right. Uh, the shield, the missile attractor, they're all cursed. 
Right, which, you know, which I guess are kind of funny because you don't know it's cursed. I mean, you don't oh, know we, it's cursed until the malevolent effect happens. And we've had this discussion. They, they do radiate magic. They do. They're magical. And you, and you said that you think in my cursed mind is when sword glows. Absolutely. So that's right. Because what's the point otherwise? It's supposed to mimic. It, the whole purpose is for you to pick it up. Right. And, and I would argue, um, depending on how rude you are, like, again, let's look at the cursed sword, for example, and then we'll go back to the flask of curses. Uh, there's, so there's two kinds of cursed swords. There's the plus one. This is on page 166. There's the plus one cursed sword. Performs in all aspects plus one sword, but when its wielder is forced is faced by an enemy, the sword will wield itself in the character's hand, force him to fight until the enemy is slain. So clearly, he would know it's cursed. Right. Thus, the possessor, thereafter, possessor can lose, but never rid himself of the sword. No matter what is done, it will appear in his hand. You must use exercise. So even remove curse won't work on that one. Mm. So some of the curses, remove curse won't work. That's up to the DM to decide. Right. That's, that's what I also liked about this. But your kind of generic, run-of-the-mill curses, you use remove curse. And then the minus two curse sword, it gives off magical aura and performs well against targets and practice. But when it uses against an opponent, it lowers, lowers its hit probability by minus two. Although only careful observation of this lowering can be detected. All damage will be reduced by minus two, but never less than one. The, the sword will always force the character to employ it against enemies, teleporting it to the character's hand. This can only get written by a limited wish, wish, or alter reality. So who's doing... Are there, is this like people who create computer... These like early computer virus people... Right. I'm going to just create cursed swords. Malevolency. Yeah, they're just sending stuff out there. Cursed scrolls. I'm just going to, like, send cursed scrolls onto the market. I'm just being a jerk. So, now again, these swords could also be intelligent. Get out. Why not? Oh any my sword. Gosh. Yeah. Any sword, any unusual sword, you have to roll. So, in fact, 25% of them could be intelligent. So, I go, I'm under the thing, I'm not as huge a fan of magic, and people will hate this, and that's fine. I go to the premise of there is an ancient culture that did most of these magic, and we live in a, the apocalypse after it. And it may have been thousands of years ago, and so that's why we're diving these dungeons, to go find these old items. So we don't know why this thing was cursed. Maybe it was cursed because... They were having fun with each other. Or maybe it's cursed because the deity who helped build it with the magic user doesn't like you. We, we don't know the, the history of it, but that's why some of this stuff exists. So a cursed intelligence sword. Would that be fun? But it could have some good powers. Correct. Too. That's right. Could be, it could have special purpose to kill things and could have x-ray vision and all kinds of fun stuff. Could have seven languages. Could read magic. But if it takes over, if, if its ego and all that is stronger than yours and it dominates you, then it's, is he's just like a total, I mean, is a cursed sort of jerk or is he just cursed? He's like a nice guy, but cur I guess it depends on his alignment. Well, I mean, or her I'm alignment. cursed with you and, you know. That's right. And, I'm and you're a nice two. guy and, and uh, you're minus two to my life at this point. So yeah. is that really a bad thing? I've tried to exercise you, but I need limited wish. It's like the lioness with her no good husband back at the den. <laughs> That's right. You kind of curse with He's him. a curse, but, you know. Right. He's does, he has, but he has one good function, produce children, help produce children. Wow, so that's very, yeah, all right. That's, that's, you got to throw I'm, that in an adventure. I, I never thought about that. Yeah, I see the wheels are turning now. Yeah, I, 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 cur I love intelligent swords. So a cursed intelligence sword. It could be a jerk sword or it could be a, the most wonderful sword. Yeah. It's just helpful. It wants to help people, but it's just terrible at fighting. You're like, you're like the paladin. You're like the paladin. You feel bad for it. It's a lawful right. good cursed sword. Right, exactly.
Can you? We'll remove curse. Oh, remove. We'll remove curse. Make the sword not cursed. No. Oh. And it says that specifically. Oh. It never takes the Dewe- so oh. if you're cursed, it never takes the dwemer off the the magic off the item. It just breaks the curse between uh, you and it. Well, could you do a could you do a wish spell? You could probably do a wish spell. Wh- uncurse. Wh- right. Wish is the kind of the thing. So that-, that so you could be a paladin with a lawful good. You're like taken in like it's like an orphanage. Mm-hmm. You're taken in. You got like the the cursed sword that you're taking along with you. You know it's minus one. But you feel bad it's for the, it. What it is, it's like uh, um, Forrest Gump. You know, Lieutenant Dan, all his ancestors died in battle. Well, because they used a curse, they had like a cursed heirloom that kind of went with them. And it's, yeah. So I, I'm, I inherit this family sword, but it's a <laughs> cursed sword. <laughs> yeah, so what you do is, so, so the poor Palin doesn't realize it's just, it's intelligent. You think it's awesome, but like, and the poor Palin doesn't, you just may not know. It's just right. like bad. Yeah, because yeah, like, well, it says you don't, you don't really know what it is, but it has these other cool abilities. You're like, oh, this is amazing. But it's actually right. Minus two cursed. That's great. That's good. I like that. That's good. There you go. That's good. So what's the problem with that? Like any of these things, when you don't have the transparency between the player and the DM, it's another thing the DM has to remember. That's the only problem. And the problem is, is nowadays with Thacko and all that, if you know what you need to hit, you're going to know it's a minus one or two at some point. Like, why didn't I hit? You know what I mean? Like... Back in the day when you didn't know what you needed to hit, you didn't know the ACs, you could probably pull something, you know, like miss. Because that's more fun. You're just like, damn, I'm missing a lot. Yeah. You, well, this is, goes back to um, the, the player knowledge is, it should be imperfect. And you should say, well, you need a 12 to hit. Or you need, where it becomes right. interesting right. is if Bob and Joe yes. fight the same guy. And we're and both fighters, same level. Right. And you hey, need a 13. Why does he need what? Yeah. It's hard to hide that. Eventually, it's kind of a bummer. Hard. Right? That's but a that bummer. goes back to the careful observation. If they're quick enough to figure it out, to me, that's careful observation. And you kind of stack it up to that the character realizes something's not quite right. He's right. missing more than he should. Right. And exactly. And that's fair. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, very good. So that's the flask curses was the last one. Yeah, and that's not actually, it's just the flask. This item appears much the same as any beaker. I used to be an item I bring to the. Artifact oh, yeah. Roadshow one day. Yeah, awesome. So listen up. Can't wait. Bottle, container, decanter, flask, jug, etc. It has magical properties, but detection will not reveal the nature of the flask of curses. It often contains liquid substance too, or it may emit smoke. When the flask is first unstoppered, a curse of some sort will be visited upon the person or persons nearby. So is this why people are scared to death to open potions? You could open a potion. Yeah, it could be. It could be you have no idea. It will subsequently be harmless. The suggestions given for the curse reverse of the cleric bless spell. So the suggestions given for the curse reverse of the cleric bless spell. So that's the lower end one. And those stated for typical cur- curses found on a scroll. Well, that's horrible. Wow, what a different range. Well, right? You wow. go from, oh, I'm minus one to hit two. I'm liquid and melting Draining away. away. Oh, my God. I'm liquid draining. out. a huge difference that is. I'm recommended here as well. Well, why wouldn't they be? Or some monster can appear and attack all creatures in sight. Yeah, so, okay. I mean, I, you know, to me, this, this business is a bit like the curse scrolls, the flask of curse is a bit like traps. Yeah. Okay. It slows things down. It's rough. I don't know. I don't. Well, they, their problem with them is their fun haha for the DM, which, again, right. that's not a, if that's not the style of play you want to do where the player's feel like, oh, man, they're, they're against me. That's not good. But that's why I think the curses, like a lot of things, should be tailored to the thing. 
a curse that compels you to, you know, fight orcs all the time or something that builds up the character, makes them unique. That's, that's, that's fine. That but would be better. Random, you paha, you're dead instantly. Not so fun. I agree with you completely. I agree. That you, you pop open the class of curses, and now, yes, I'm just repeating what you said. Something interesting maybe dealing with the campaign or that particular adventure. Yes. So it would be, you know, if you are one of those great DMs that actually prepares, um, that uh, you should, as your players continue to evolve, you should be writing a list of negative things that could happen. So when these curses do come up, you can go, oh, you know, now you will always try to steal from anyone who's wealthier than you right. or something like that. Right. Like these, and, and fun ensues. Exactly. Fun for everybody. Fun, that's fun for everyone. <laughs> it's not just you drain away and it's five minutes. Ha <laughs> ha. Right. Well, very good. Very good. So that's that. So we are, we are ready at, we're ready at 11 o'clock. Do you want to continue or are you, are you good? Oh, I'm good, but I would like to take a quick break if we can. Okay. I assume, are we going to move right to, yes. we probably can't, do you have time for this? We have time for that. We'll have to postpone the Greyhawk thing because we're already at 11 o'clock. Oh my, are you sure? Okay. Well, maybe sure? we can try. All right, so you want to take an intermission? Is that what we're saying? Can we do a real quick intermission? Yeah, we're going to do an intermission right now. Get exclusive content, a behind-the-screen look at the podcast, and a chance to play with Dan and James. Support Grog Talk by becoming a patron at www.patreon.com backslash grog talk. All right, we are back. So we're not going to play Have You Play an Assassin. We'll do that next time. Uh, we are going to do our hex crawl, which we have. So what is this? What we're we doing today on hex crawl? So we are playing these two characters, Barrick and then Kanan. Right. Who we know with their sidekicks. With their sidekicks. Who we know they have been exiled from the Valley of the Mage. Correct. They were accused yep. of vivisection. Which is clearly a in violation of the mage rules, as far as we can tell. It was, it's a banishable offense. Which as I like to think, if you cross the line at the in the Valley of the Mage, that's really bad. Yeah. Because you would think vivisection wouldn't be a major problem in the Valley of the Mage. So for those who don't know what vivisection is, it is either the physical, which is more disturbing, a live dissecting of creatures. To see what's going on in there while they're alive, right? right? Yep. And or the verbal, uh, right? Wasn't there another version of it? Basically insulting someone, dressing them down uh, verbally. <laughs> So it may have been, we may have been guilty of the latter, right. not the former. You know, those wordplay is always something. So one of the things we talked about was, did we want to sequely roll to see if we're actually guilty of the crime? Then? I think we do. I think we each want to roll. We right. don't see each other's roll, but I think you should show it up to the camera. I right. will turn away while you roll, right. so you will know if you did it. And on the Discord, um, uh, what I will do is, we'll have to be, we're going to have to figure out how to do this. I'm going to send a... Uh, I'll have to figure out how I can communicate that because the problem with the podcast is that people won't know what it is. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You could you could can you whisper? I, I right think now? I think no one needs to know. We just need to know secretly. Oh, very interesting. So, we, so later, okay. We will be able. All right, All right, go ahead. So, so go you can roll if you did it. All right, and it's the it's the former vivisection. Right. Clearly, you've been it's accused. The, of. Right, the the actual physical. So uh, odds odds I did it even I didn't. Oh, I say no. Do you use angry monk decks? Oh, angry monk. Well, because then it's yes, but. Okay, oh no, that's is, hilarious. Yeah, no, that's why it's got to be the angry monk deck. Has Dan Kanan is Dan Kanan uh, guilty of what he's accused? Okay. <laughs> okay. Now yeah. take it away and move it around. All right. So now it's me. Is Ferret guilty of 
vivisection. Okay. All right. I've moved it around so you don't know what that means. Right. Okay. Excellent. Okay. All right. Okay. So we have been either rightfully or wrongfully right. been exiled from, and I'm like, I didn't do that. Did you do that? <laughs> I didn't do that. Did you do that? All right. Hell no. We were brought before the council, the archmage, and they have banished us to um, right. away. And, and, and as Leroy on the Discord suggested, perhaps we got our boat, we headed down to, we traveled down to Saltmarsh, found our boats. And, but I think we had said that we had been right. actually just uh, transported, teleported. Right. We were teleported. Right. So, we were just, so they just banished us. Right. And the council they, used powerful magics and pushed us and, and the, um, our ships, our, our, four, our what, three warships, out to the sea. Right, two warships and a galley. That's right. And we are south, so we are south of Oakenheart in the Sea Barons territory on Greyhawk. We are on the eastern side of, of, of Greyhawk. We are at the edge of the world almost. Yep. Uh, and this, we are doing a hex crawl. Our mission is to return to the Valley of the Mage, prove our innocence. That's right. And how we're we, actually going to do this, we don't know. We, we can't no just idea. go back there. We've right. got to figure out. Away. We were told by the obviously the council there and the leader that if we return, we will be next time we will not be just banished. We will be destroyed. So we have to figure out a way. We're just sort of wandering right. on our way back, figuring out a way to by his most magical authority, the, ex, the exalted mage and valley, the magic user has banished us there. What level is he? He's 18th level. Oh, and we've suspected he thinks thinks maybe we're a threat. Right. And that's why you want us out Dead of there. Dead Kanan is, my character I'm playing is a 17th level magic user, which again, we got from the, these were characters that were pre-filled out from our um, uh, from character, character record sheets, sheets that we got, that you bought on eBay. Yes. Right. And I'm Farrick, the 11th level illusionist. Uh, James is Dead Kanan, the 17th level magic user. And we are doing a hex crawl or maybe a sea crawl to try to get our way back. Yep. And on the last episode... On the last episode. Of the uh, amazing adventure, of uh, Farrakh and Den Kanan's excellent, excellent adventure. Greyhawk adventure. That's right. Uh, they had been transported uh, randomly to the Sea Barons territory. It, we had no idea where we were. We still don't. We still don't. Heavy rain. Right. We waited for the rain to pass. We were able to be guided to land, and you, I'm sailing... Your character, Den Kanan, right. you opened the Dejini bottle. Yep. Right? The Afridi bottle. The Afri oh, I'm sorry, the Afridi bottle. And you are, and that's where we're at. That's right. We are now on, the, on some forsaken island that we found. Well, we're heading there. We're heading there, right? I mean, you're flying and you're, I don't know if you're going ahead of me. We'll find this out. Right. But let's roll for weather. Right. Because I know you love to roll for weather. Right. This is today's weather. This is the new weather. This is, it, it was very heavy rain. So I need you to roll to see if there is extreme Weather. Okay, so this, um, this is the temperature. All right, here we go. 58. It is normal temperature. For everyone to know, we are using the weather chart for Greyhawk, which first appeared in Dragon Magazine number 68 and then reproduced in the 1983 boxed edition. So the next thing I need you to do is to, oh, you've got to roll the temperature. temperature yeah. Now you have to roll the base temperature. It is fire seek. Yes, January. Which is strange. It's called fire seek, but it's very cold. Well, you're seeking fire because you're cold. Indeed, we are. And now, do you remember? Can you help me out here a bit? Where are we? Do you remember, like, what pair? 
is this, where's the equator? Like, what is this like? So, I, so by the way, he's like, so the characters were accused of criticizing and then banished. It was like Twitter. We've been... <laughs> This is the, That's yeah, great. the D&D version of Twitter. We've been canceled. So, okay, so... It's the cancel culture? Is that what's see, happening this is, So, for those... When we took a break, we had to take a bio break because, you know, we have small bladders and that kind so of thing. So we get over, I guess. But Dan, God love him, he's like, we will do this fast. And I just... That's not going to happen. We're going to do it fast. We're no, speeding up. No, because here's, here's the problem. Oh, so, God. you want to know what the equator is. So, this is the map that's seen. This is part of a bigger continent. Right. We or Earth. We, or, or Earth. Earth is the Earth. Right. This is the continent. I forgot the name of the continent. We have to, there is, I think it's in one of the books Wait, that I've shows. Wait, I've seen, I've seen. We are, this is, an, this is an, an analogous to we're in Northern Europe, Look, if I remember correctly. There's location of major parallels and latitudes in the world of Grey Out Map. This is in the Dragon Magazine article. So look, I think we're in like the 30s. Greyhawk is 35. He actually says... The author of this article actually tells you how to adjust. What he says is... Yeah. So here's the overall. So for those who are playing at home, in the Gazetteer, at least the one I have, page 7, shows the map of the entire continent world. So this, oh, it does. This is, see, this oh, is the, where are we? We're here. Oh, my gosh. We're really on the edge of the world? Look like on well, the edge of the world. Well, where does the, the Greyhawk map end? The world is spherical, but we're not on the edge of the world. The world's not flat? Sorry, Dan. You don't know that. That's right. We're going to find that out, buddy. Let's this go east. Goes, we go east. This, this is this. This is Greyhawk. What's all this? This is the unknown world. This is the unknown continent. That's incredible. So you mean after we go back to the Valley of the Mage, we can like go to the unknown world? Correct. Has this ever been mapped out by anybody? Probably has, but not by Gary. That's right. This was allowed for further. And then there's another continent over here. Where's the equator? Isn't this fun? We're like not showing them what we're talking about. Is this, is this here? I'm going to assume this is the equator. Okay. So what it says is... It says that for every, well, hang on, for adjust both high and low for terrain for the distance away from the 40th parallel at, at two degrees Fahrenheit for every two and one third hexes south. So what's the 40th parallel? How do we figure that out? You figured this out so quick last time. You're like, oh, yeah, we're at 30, whatever. Yeah, uh, I'm going to say, we're at, well, it said here. Uh, where's the thing? Adjust from the 40th parallel? Right there, yeah. Yeah. All right, so we are at. City of Greyhawk is 35. Croc, okay, so, Crockport so, and Spinecast so is 40. So, we're south of that. Oh, we are? Yeah. We're more like, uh, where is it? Here's Amino Jungles down here. That's, that's this. So we're approximately at 30. We're like 30-ish. Yeah. Greyhawk is 35. Yep. So, so Greyhawk is like here, and we're south of it. So we're south of that. Okay. Okay. Oh, and so the fifteenth jungle is like so that goes south. Like right, so, this exactly. is so we are. I think I looked this up, and we were kind of like Tennessee-ish, yeah, temperature-ish. Yeah, yeah. Right. So we're not like crazy cold no, in no, this no, area. We're no. kind of like yeah, it's Middle America kind of right. right. It's okay. Close enough. Okay. For this for this government work, it's close enough. So it's every two and a half. All right. So the fortieth parallel. So we're like so we're like what two degrees difference? What sure. Okay, whatever. I All think right. it's close enough. All right, so now roll a D10 for the daily high temperature. D10. 10. Oh, my gosh. 42 is the high. It's a nice it's day. A nice day out here. Well, I, I hope it's sunny. I don't know. We'll find out. I'm wet. The highest place. We are cold. Okay. You're definitely cold. And roll for a D, minus D20 for daily low. 14. Oh, so that is what? 18. 18. 18. That's kind of so kind of brisk day. It's brisk. It's brisk out there. Yeah, in Tennessee, it's oh. brisk. In but we January. have to adjust. Because we are at sea right yeah. now. So at sea, you need to 
do something. Yeah, it's over there. Go. Sorry. Oh, there it is. Oh, temperatures in degrees. Minus 10 to current cold. Yeah. And plus 5 to warm. Because, because of warm cold. Cur- or warm oh, current. warm or cold Are current. Are we in a cold or warm current? Oh. Cold current? Yes, but we're in cold current. Oh, so it's minus 10 yeah. degrees. So it's 32 and 8 degrees. Ooh, so it's cold. Yes. But when we get into the land, it'll get kind of warm up a bit. Yeah, the, wind, the, the sea spray is coming off when you're frozen. Yep, absolutely. So I want you to see. Oh, well, we got to get the we got to get the precipitation. All right, roll for precipitation. Uh, where is our precipitation chance? Hang on. Where's? Oh, it's chance precipitation. Not, it's not raining today. Oh, okay. And give me sky conditions. This is fascinating, podcasting. 60. 60, 67. So it's cloudy. It's cloudy. It's, it's like not rain. Yesterday it rained. Today it's just cloudy. It's overcast. Clouds coming. It's, it's overcast. Just... So, all right. So now. Uh, he would like that in Celsius. <laughs> Most of our crowd. So actually the high is zero Celsius. Thank you very much. And the low is, I don't know, minus something. Minus okay. 10 Celsius. Sorry yeah. for our friends out there in which are most the rest of, of the world. Which is most of our most of the listeners. Uh, so they have to translate everything we say. They really do. I mean, I do the top 10 list. Or, right. I mean, the song, top song is U.S. It's all U.S., very U.S.-centric. Yeah. So they know that about Americans. So we are we're heading toward Oaken Heart, Oaken Isle. Now, I asked for ideas because, Jamie, you said, look, it should be random. Right. So our, our people who are listening should give ideas. And we got one on Discord. I had to go to other people. I actually have 11. Oh, jeez. Okay. And let me tell you something. This is going to really test my abilities. as Because okay. this we're supposed to do no prep. Right. There's no prep. And then I'm supposed to tie this into Oaken Isle right. and Oaken Heart. And then at the end of this, have a reason to go somewhere else. So Dan and I actually did something we normally don't do. We actually talked about this to make this a little bit better. Briefly. And so, briefly. Well, it was... It was it was almost an episode. We could have made an episode. Over it. And so the plan is that um, on Discord going forward, you, we're going to ask for you to come up with ideas why this adventuring group is there. With Again, with the ultimate mission of trying to get back to the Valley of the Mage. We, the, the person who's the DM, Dan's the DM this time, next time I'll be the DM, will review what's in the world of Greyhawk, why in that area that we're at, we'll, cut, we'll come up with a random table, we'll roll for what the, why we're there, and then what will happen after that? Because, again, we're trying to traverse through Greyhawk. Right. So uh, Dan did it the first time, and we're going to, now that you get the idea, we, we need those ideas. Go out to our Discord, which is in the show link. Should I show these, should I show these possibilities? Not to you, but should I hold them sure, up so they see? Sure. I don't so care. they can see. Because you're the DM. I'm the player. You're there, the player and DM. So they're, Well, they're not going to be able to read these probably, right? But there is, just to give you an well, idea. Yeah, I can't look. Just to give people an idea. These are... What I'm going to have to work with one of these, and I'm not necessarily right. thrilled because not that they're not good, but there's, there's going to be a challenge to me to work this into this right. adventure. So, okay, so go ahead. And, why don't you, you want to roll the d12? D12. You want a d12? Yep. Yeah, you want to bring that? Yeah. Three. <laughs> okay, you know what three Everyone knows what three is. Everyone knows. Oh, you got to be. Okay. Okay. All right. All right, are you ready? I'm. I'm we are. We are. Are we ready? Because you're part of the adventuring group. So we've we've arrived at the island, right? This. this and we. That's this, we. We're doing this right, together. That's right. You're helping. We've, you're helping me out too with DMing too, if necessary. Okay. Oh please. Okay. All right. So what do you do, James? Ah, oh, well done there, uh, 
uh, Ferric, we've found land. Your, your multiple attempts at speaking to the sea creatures has worked. I'm impressed. You've sighted, ah, wait, you've sighted land? Have yes. you seen it? Over there, there's a, there's a small island that I can see because I'm hundreds of feet above you with my Crete. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, the something, you just see water rising. The boat starts rising into the air Both, almost. All boats? It's rising. No, just the one that I'm on. Oh. And it starts all of a sudden rushing forward at you. I need you to uh, make a, uh, I need you to do a dex check to get out of the way. This boat is coming at you. So the, so the ocean has raised hundreds of feet in the air with your boat and is moving. Is no, the- I wouldn't say hundreds. I'd say maybe five. <laughs> Details, details. It rises. So hang on. It rises up. Yeah. So the boat lifts up in the air, which is weird, right? You see this water is like coming away from the boat. It's rising up. You can't figure out why. Okay. And it's starting all of a sudden on its own just to start moving Towards at a me. fast pace. Okay. And I'm, I'm oh, I need about, I think both, I think, uh, Beric is going to need to make a dex check just to maintain his balance, not to fall into the ocean. I gotcha. So I'm going to need a dex check from Farrick and a dex check from uh, Den Kanan. I'll allow you to subtract four from Den Kanan's roll because I think it would be easier for him to get out of the way. Farrick, unfortunately. I'm making, I'm making a saving throw, so I should get dex plus Dex check, four. please. Oh, dex check. Dex check. So who are you rolling for first? This is Den Kanan. This is my character, right? Okay, so you can subtract four from your attribute roll here to try to get out of the way of the mast, which is coming right at you. Okay, I easily make it. Okay, so you get out of the way. Uh, and me and my infreet, we veer out of the way. Okay, and now I need... You're a, not going to roll for yourself? Oh, you can... Oh, all right, you're right. I'm in this. You're right, you're right. I'm in this. Okay. I rolled an 11. What is Ferrix? Oh, do I have Ferrix? What is Ferrix's deck? Is oh, of course I'm an illusionist, James. Yeah, 18. Eighteen, yes, eighteen, actually. easily. So we I grab problem. hold of this, um, and you just see it's just I have no idea what's happening. You just see the boat is rushing forward. What do you do? You, and you're in what boat are you in? You're I in am in my warship. Oh, you're in the warship. Oh, that's right, because you were follow, you 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 headed north. I was, yes, remember you were you we were. I heading, went ahead of you in the thing. That's right. correct. I what think you came back other, and you. What happened to the other boats? Do we know uh, they're with us, too. Oh, I got you. I We're got you. all there. But for whatever reason, my boat is all of a sudden now racing on ahead. All right. Well, then I am going to uh, say that is awful peculiar that this is happening. So I'm going to now cast. Uh, and, and do we see the island yet? Do we see land at this point? Um, you do see land in the distance. Yes, you do. And let me see, I'm going to, uh, can you please roll me a percentile dice uh, and tell me if it is 10 or below? Ah, oh, 16. Okay. So it, the boat seems to be rocking back and forth a bit, but it is continuing to move forward in the water, moving at a clip of about, say, a 15-inch. Wow, it's moving right? very fast. It's moving, moving fa- towards the island or away from the island? It is, well, it is, uh, give me a random roll. So we'll do, do me 12, and we'll do, uh, that'll be like uh, one, uh, you know, oh, eight, it's like the clock. Eight, or two, okay, oh, 12. Or 12, I like 12. Nine. Okay, 12. One. So it's going. It going. is, actually, it's heading, but it is heading toward the land. Pushing us n- towards the island. But not in the direction that is exactly where we, go, where we were heading. So it's uh, a little bit off now, right? It's heading one. We were heading kind of north. 
Okay. It's heading a little bit northeast now, still heading toward land, though. I have no idea, but this, this thing is so massive. You know what? I'm going to cast part water on, on, the, on this thing. Ah, oh, excellent. What, do, what does that do? I so, have no idea, but I figured I'd cast it. Let's so do it. All it's right. It's initiative, right? Or is it just, he's just No, you cast, cast you know, no, there's no, okay. no declaring. All right. I love it. So we're going to do part water. Which is a, I think it's a six-level magic user spell. Part water, except for so this is the same as the six-level cleric spell part water. <laughs> flipping and turning. And flipping and turning. All right. Flipping. By empowering the part water, the cleric is able to cause water or silver liquid to move apart, thus forming a trough. The depth and length of the trough created by the spell is dependent upon the level of the cleric, and the trough three foot deep by one... It's a trough three foot deep by one by two. 20 or 20 yards is created per level. A 12th level cleric can create part water 30 foot deep by 12 foot wide by 20, 240 yards long. The trough will remain as long as the spell remains in effect, and it looks like it's one turn per level. So I'm creating a trough where your boat will sit that hopefully it will be parted that you, can sit, that you have a smooth sailing to the island. So you're going to, oh, so you're dropping, so this is going, so I've got the boat here. Yeah, your boat's on this wave. I'm hoping it'll, it'll part away, and then you'll be able to go straight through it. And, and you're going to try to get the, you're going to try to remove the water from the side. But obviously, it's an ocean. It's not going to go away, but I'm creating this kind of tunnel here. Right, got it. Okay, all right. So you're up there. Because I assume this is a, man, a malevolent, uh, this is not a natural occurrence. This is some kind of. Creature or something out there. Almost an archmage, for God's sake. Okay, so Den Kanan is up there. I'm yelling, help me, help me. And you... Behold his mighty hand. <laughs> My mighty hand. <laughs> That's right. And you see this water parts away, and you notice as this trough appears, you get a sight of what looks to be like a flipper of some kind or something, and maybe a shell of some kind. Oh. And then the boat just sort of goes down in the trough, but is still on something and continuing to ride along in this trough heading uh, forward. But you've okay. noticed this flipper or this shell. I got you. All right. So uh, with that, then I will, uh, now that I've seen something, um, I'm now going to tell my trusty uh, uh, sidekick, Ingwald, yes, boss. He's, a half, <laughs> he's the half vegetarian. <laughs> Uh, you, I gave you that cube of force. Perhaps we can use that. Ah, sure, boss. How do you want me to use it? I'm like, well, we got to remember how the cube of force works because when's the last time I used a cubic force? Blah, blah, blah. Not a cubic gate. Cube of force. Is blah, 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 blah. Yeah, so I'm going to... Uh, he is going to take his cube of force He's going to, I'm going to put him on the, on the boat and, um, oh, wait, who, wait, who are you putting on which boat? How, uh, Ingwald, Ingwald, my sidekick. I'm, I'm, he has a crew before us. He's, he, I'm going to put him on the boat that's being pushed along. How is he going to get on the boat? He's on the Infridi with me. Oh, so you're going to, you're going to. I'm going to slide, slide down. down and I'm going to put him on the drop boat. Drop him on the boat. Drop okay. him on the boat. All right, Ingwald, you use your cube of force and press side uh, three, so that um, you can get down to the bottom. Of the, get down to the bottom of the boat. Press side three and keep. What it'll do is it'll hopefully prevent 
uh, living creatures from getting into the thing, and it'll force whatever that thing is away from him. Okay, so that's, let me... That's the idea. Okay, but let me just uh, imagine what's happening here. So tell me how you're, you're riding with this... You're on an Afrit, is that right? You're, right. you're riding the Afrit. Uh, Ingwald and Den Kanan are flying across because we're looking right. for the thing after the merman or whoever told us the... It wasn't the merman, it was some creature told us. We see this, the, the lead ship, your ship is being attacked. I'm now descending down, dropping... Ingwall down and tell him to use his cube of force at the bottom of the ship, get down to the, to the bilge so that hopefully this will repel whatever's pushing the boat along. Okay, give me, I would like, just because this seems to me to have some risk here. Oh, yes. Give me, um, give me a roll, but the Freed is probably pretty good at this. I think he's got a lot of skill. And in the meantime, but yes, but as, after I do that, I'm going to cast Charm Monster on whatever's underneath us. Give me a dex check minus four. I'll give you minus four on this okay. just to make sure that he lands safely on the boat. I don't want him landing in the water or something. Oh, minus four. No, that, oh, yeah, minus four. Thirteen. Thirteen, so I made it. What was his dex? What's his dex? Who, you're you're uh, on your buddy, Ingwald. Uh, 17. <laughs> okay, 17. So the good news is, just you know, because it. it's moving, it's kind of shaking, you know, because this is like a dangerous maneuver. You're flying on right. down. Yeah. And you're, like, dropping him in there. Right. He does, he does land safely on the boat. So okay. there he is, and he's now going to do the cube of force. He's going to descend down and press cube three, so hopefully repel this creature. And in the meantime, when the creature gets hopefully pushed away, then I'm going to cast Charm Monster on it. And cube three keys a barrier for what? Any living Any creature? Any living creature. That's right. Ah, and you can set the, you can set the parameters. Well, it's a 10-foot cube around it, so anything around him within 10 feet will be repelled by it. Oh, anything around him. That's right. So this thing would have to be, he's, he's on board, he's he, on the he's deck. He's going to go down to the bilge of the deck. Oh, he's running on down right, to, to the bilge of the deck. Bilge of the ship, down to the bottom, to the keel, and he's going to press three. And I assume there's no, it's just, I think it's automatic, right? Well, it, it creates this cube right. of force. That's right. It. And so it'll be, in theory, it should repel him away from it. That's, that's why I'm hoping. It may not living, happen. Any living creature. Okay. So he runs down there, and... Yes, all, all of a sudden, the ship does now stop moving. And okay. It, and it appears, yes. And, and so you just, everyone up aboard hears just some sort of noise, and you can sort of see in the water what seems to be moving away. Looks to be like an image under the water of a very large turtle. Ah, well, um, if he's moving away and not attacking, I will he's not. He's moving away. I will not uh, cast charm. I will not conjure a water element. <laughs> he is not. Yes, what's your alignment? He is not. He, he, uh, James, he appears to be a basically non-aggressive marine creature. Uh, yes, we should have probably talked to him. Be nice if I had, uh, be nice if we had a magic user. So, okay, well, excellent. And he's going away. That was very frightening. It was scary. Like, oh, these, this is why we have to get to land. Okay. The sea is not for us. So now, yes. So unfortunately... So I tell, I tell Ingwal to dis, disengage the uh, cube and come back up, and we will, can, again, take point. Okay. Now, unfortunately, you've been pushed a little bit off course. I got you. You're headed a little bit now toward this area where you were heading toward this area, so you have a decision to make. Are you going to continue in the direction... You originally were going, or the well, we only right? knew land was ahead. We had really no idea. So as long as we're moving towards land, I think we're we are fine with that. And are you going to fly on ahead? Yes. Okay, James. As you are flying on this afreet, 
Now I'm by myself. It's just you and the Afrit, right? Yes. So you're just saying this is a big Afrit. And, right. and for our listeners, an Afrit is the DMG. Yes. This is an Afrit. That's right. You're riding this. Right, exactly. Right? Exactly. Through the air. Exactly. And these things fly. That's right. But they only last so long. they got to take breaks. They, they have to take breaks. Now you know, take a break? You better take a break on the We don't the know how long we've been traveling. That, you'll have to adjudicate that. Um, I'm going to say that um, you were able to um, come and take a break to get close enough to the land. I mean, because I would have thought that you would have been taking a break, and then when the boat comes, you know, and gets a little bit closer. So uh, I'm not going to yeah. worry about that. I think you're going to be, you would be able to manage that. So, James, what happens is, as you are doing... Oh, I think you wanted me to roll... I know we talked I about this. Did you want me to roll the percentages to see if I actually got the one that's... Well, no. Because, well, that ship sailed, though, hasn't it? Because I it, thought it ship sailed. That's when you why. opened the bottle, it may have attacked you. I, I knew that a while ago. I mean, I, I assume if I, it was on my possession, it wasn't the attacking one. And it didn't say here three wishes. So I assume it's just a normal one. Okay. So, yes, we're not going to worry about you being attacked by an Afrit. So, uh, yeah, as you are flying over this island... Yes. You see uh, many, many trees. You see this island is just inundated with what looks to be oak trees. And you see beaches. Nice. And you see maybe in the far distance, over in this area, you seem to see what looks like maybe some civilization. Ah. And you see some boats, and that's all you see. What do you do? I head back, okay. and I relay this to, the, to our armada and say we should head towards the civilization. Okay. All right. So you are heading toward... The civilization. And I, I brief Ferric that he should be prepared to, we don't know if these inhabitants are, you know, will be malevolent to us or hostile. If he has any incantations that would help placate, pacify the, because my, my, my spells are fireball. So, Ferric, <laughs> you're, yeah, you're, you're that kind of guy. Ferric, yeah, you're not subtle, is what yeah, you're saying? exactly. Ferric has Hypnotism. Ah, good. Oh, yeah, because we did talk about memorizing spells. Yes. Uh-oh, what's that? That's a problem. Well, I have confusion. Should we spend the night? Like, out here, do we need to memorize spells? What are our spells? Well, we have this. I pretty much have every spell that I think I need to. <laughs> well, but how do you know what you memorized? You haven't announced what you've memorized. Uh, well, I, I haven't, but we could do that next. That means that would require us to, to learn things. I do, I'm, I'm keeping track of what I have burnt, which was part water. Okay. I have hypnotism. I have hypnot something else. Hypnosis? Hypn I don't know. What does that say? Hypnotic pattern. Oh, hypnotic pattern. I have invisibility. You played illusionist. It's, it's in 1984. <laughs> um, fog cloud. We can come in on a should we come in on a fog cloud? Pacify the masses. That's a great pseudo undead song. It is. Should we come in on a fog cloud? Maybe. I mean, my my James. Can I just point something out? Okay. What what are we riding in here? Okay, let's just, can, I, can we I, paint the picture here? Well, no, I brought that, I didn't, uh, they may have seen me in the Infreet, but I'm coming back. I'm not going to ride in with the Infreet. We're going to come in with the ships. The warships. Yes. The two warships. <laughs> two warships in a galley. That's right. To your village. Are you concerned? We may need a fog cloud. Aren't you nervous? We... Well, did I when I looked Are we at attacking? This, when I looked at the civilization, did I notice that they were a, a was it a fishing village or something like that, or was it like a city that I was getting? You did, you know, you noticed it looked like a medium-sized 
town. Okay, well, it's like a one thousand or five thousand. Oh, town. that's a big town. And yeah. you did, and you did notice, you did notice what looked to be like some warships. Okay, at so, port. Yeah, we, well, I relay that we're not going to go enter the port. We're going to stay out a mile off sea, and then we're going to take my folding boat, and we're going to row into the. Excellent. And I just to let you know, I have hypnotism that could be very helpful, and I do a fog cloud can get you out of a mess. Right. And I have minor creation. <laughs> And uh, summon shadow, <laughs> which is kind of in the fireball category, probably. <laughs> okay. All right. So, um, well, I, I have haste. Uh, interesting. I don't have, I have lightning bolt. I don't have fireball. That's one thing I'll be working on. Uh, which, and I have confusion, cone of cold, conjure elemental. And then I have a bunch of single letter things. And I have geese. Oh, that's cool. I can geese someone. Warden Cade and sword. Monster summoning five. Symbol. <laughs> God. Okay. Yeah. This is amazing. And just to let you know, this looks like the island that you ah. scoped out. Now, I got this from the internet. This is not my not intellectual property right. or my intellectual property. Right. But somebody was very nice and online. But so you have a sense of what that looks like. Okay. Right. So, uh, all right. So you're going to take the folding boat. Right. And you're going to row into row port. In. My, yes. All, the four of us are going to go. And a, a couple of others are going to, another, they're going to take a normal rowboat, and I'm going to command the, uh, one of the captains of the ship, what's the name of your ship? Did we named it after the We did, ship. I can't remember. I forgot the name of it. That is going to resupply and pay normal rates. Don't be, uh, don't pay more than you need to, but don't be stingy. Just be like, we're here to get information. We're not here to cause problems. Okay, okay. So as you are rowing up, right, mm -hmm. so you row up and you see docks and boats, you see people scurrying about, um, and... Uh, it's a cold day here in the old... It's cold, it's overcast, people um, are fishing, and um, you see, as you get up there, you see a man who is wielding, he's in chain mail, ah. and he's wielding a shield that looks like this. It is wow. blue and it has a silver fish on it. Do I recognize the shield? Um, well, give me an intelligence roll, then, Kanan. I just made it. 17. So you feel like you may recognize this, that this may be something from... Oh, by the way, I'm completely warm. I have a ring of warmth. I'm oh, shivering. <laughs> You're like, fine. I'm a ring of warmth, fine. So you believe from your studies in school that maybe this is something from an area of the sea barons, but you're not entirely sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I have some general ideas. You have some general ideas. So um, this uh, gentleman walks up to you and says, uh, yes, what is your business here? I am the great Den... Actually, Enwal says... He is the great Den Canaan. Oh, praise him. Bow before his power from us. I'm like, that's okay. Quite, he, quite, quite okay. So this guard, he takes out his sword. I'm still on the boat, right? Oh, wait, I thought you we rode I thought you were in the folding boat. Yeah, we're in the folding boat. and we're, Coming in, he's getting ready. Out. Uh, oh, he's talking to me as we're... As you're, you're, you're coming <laughs> up. Right, okay. And he takes out the sword, points down, and he's like... To my three and a half foot cohort. I don't know how tall this guy is. Go ahead. He says, what is that? Let me kill him, boss. Let me kill him. Shh. Be quiet, Ingwald. He's, he's just doing his job. That, is, that sir, is my loyal compatriot, Ingwald. 
What strange creature do you bring I like to meat. Oak and Ida? <laughs> I like meat. Shh. <laughs> this is, and who are you? I'm Den Canaan. Who is Den Canaan? And what is your business here? You are not from this area. We are not. We have, we have, we do not have business here. We tend to uh, resupply our ships at the fair rates and we intend to move on from here. But, Tell me, is this the, sea, is this the uh, pr province of the Sea Barons? Are those warships that I spot out there? Yes, those are, those are our personal items. We, have, we sail no flag and we have no ill will towards you. If, if you want us to speak to, our, to your, uh, the local lord or lady, we'd be happy to convey our intentions, which are not... Present your papers that have given you passage in these waters, please. We, we have come to, unfortunately, we were in a storm that uh, made us drift over to the area. We were not aware that we have entered into the, into the Sea Baron's domain. So if we need to acquire these papers, we'd be more than happy to pay the requisite fees and taxes. How did you make it to Oaken Isle without being stopped by the Sea Baron ships? Well, we were in a terrible storm last night that was to the south of here, and so we did not detect any, any, we were not encountered by any ships. Warships cannot pass freely through our territory without leave of the Sea Baron of Oaken Isle. Uh, you will have to appear before a magistrate, and the magistrate shall decide what the penalty shall be for sailing in sea barren waters without leave of the barons. Hmm. That, is, is this something that we, I appreciate your stringency and adhering to the laws of the sea baron. Clearly, we do not want to violate, but per, we would prefer not to have any, in, in, any, any challenges to ourselves or to the rules here. Perhaps if there's a fee I can pay you that would prevent us from having these things, because we're here to just take our supplies and move on. What's your charisma? 18. What's, uh, so, I, all right. So the reaction table is where on the DMG? So let's see how this goes. Did you say 18? Yes. Wow. He's literally got, the only thing he's, his strength is 10, his wisdom is 12. Everything else is amazing. So you're going to the reaction table? You've got, yes, yeah, so you got like a Jedi mind trap. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'll do whatever you say. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, we need it on the. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm close to it. Here it is. Okay. And it's a plus with your charisma. Plus 35. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wait. You, wait. Who rolls this? Do I roll this? You yeah, you should roll it because right, right. I should know what it is. Okay. I don't, I'm not looking. <laughs> okay. Let me see. So, Actually, you can look because it's funny. <laughs> two. Is it two or 92? Well, that's a zero two, isn't it? Six zero. Oh, wait. I thought it was on zero zero. No, this is what it was on. Oh, no. Wait. That got moved. Oh, okay. I so was definitely zero two. So it's, it, he's not very happy. Uncertain, but 55. All right, hang on. I'm putting her negative. And then I wrote back. How dare you try to bribe a guard of the sea barons? You are quite charismatic and smooth <laughs> with your words and not an unattractive man. <laughs> By any means. I'm sure you're used to being able to be very persuasive, but not here. You will come before the magistrate. Is there any other guards or anyone else here? I want to speak to my supervisor. <laughs> no, that's right. Is there any, I mean, do I see any guards or just him as kind of he's the uh, dock master here or something? You see some other, but he appears to be the dock master. There's some other ones floating around, but he, basically he seems to be it. Okay. 
Uh, and so, yeah, so it's myself, this, your guy, who, uh, Farrick and Cedric. Yes, right? there you go. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. So Cedric Here's is Farrick. the first level uh, fighter. <laughs> yes. Here's Farrick. So, uh, let me see. Wait, are there others around? Now, hang on. I'm going to roll the Angry Monk dice, okay? Oh, yeah, look. There are no. There are no, there are no others around. Just okay. him. All right, great. Well, He's this, alone. He's alone. Well, I mean, there's, I'm probably, there's fishermen. Yes, absolutely. There's fishermen going about their business. You see some ships bringing in some uh, uh, lumber. You hear, you hear cutting in the distance, chopping and sawing, as if there's a lumber trade hmm. in the area. So, yeah. I said, come with me. Yeah. Uh, uh, by the way, I'm I'm wearing. Let's see. What is it? It's uh, my. It's. I guess I'm wearing a gray um, uh, robe of the Arch Magi, which is absolutely crazy. But okay. Yeah, I have that on too. So um, I, I say, well, yes, I will. I will be happy to join you and and explain this to the thing as I wave at uh, Theric to deal with this person as I'm walking away. Like, I want him to cast a spell. Ah, okay. And so what are you having asked? So what's Farrakh going to do? Farrakh so? is going to attempt to cast um, hypnotism on him. Ah, okay. So I assume there's a save? Yes. Okay. So if you want to pull hypnotism, I'll roll for the save. We'll see how it goes. It's probably not going to go very well. It's two. a two. That's clearly a fail. Yes. So what is Farrakh so, saying so to... So he... he, he uh, I believe that allows him to do a suggestion. Yes. And he suggests, perhaps we can resolve. I, I know my friend was rude, but I, I, I understand your plight. Here, here's, here's some funds that will, you can, you can deal with the magistrate, and here's some funds, and you can just, we'll, we'll, we'll leave right away. Um, we actually have the papers. They're back on the boat. We'll go get them for you. Perhaps uh, that would be best, now that you suggest that. I, I it does seem to be... Best, yes, in, indeed. That's not a problem. Yes, yes. you can. You My can, friend, he's he's an old man. He's very confused. He he didn't realize the papers. We have them back on the boat. We'll come. We'll we'll get the stuff we need, and we'll go and we'll bring back the papers because we understand you have a very important. And right as you are, right as you are saying, he's like, yes, that makes that makes a lot of sense. You see, another guard comes up to him, and says, Malachi. Yes. You've been ordered out. What? Yes. You're heading out. And he says, where? To fight the barbarians in the north? No, didn't you hear? No, what? No. The overking. Orders, imperial orders from the overking. Mm. The troops, the sea barons have been ordered to muster a force to help fight in the war. War? What war? The northern provinces. The northern provinces. Uh, didn't you hear? No, I have no idea. What are you talking about? The Bone March. The Bone March. Humanoids from the Bone March are invading the northern province. And the guard says, well, what does that have to do with us? Well, don't you know? Don't you know? The sea barons, they have fealty to the overking. Ah. I don't understand. I don't understand. What's that got to do with the northern province? You idiot, don't you know anything? The overking's cousin is in charge of the northern province, and he is providing aid to him, to Herzog. 
and you've been ordered out. We're all heading out. Come on, you gotta go. And he's like, oh my goodness. And they race off. Okay, well, so of course, uh, I speak to Farrick and, and, uh, and I speak to his little buddy, Cedric. <laughs> so, no, no, no. It is Cerdic. Cerdic. Oh, Cerdic. That's <laughs> right. Cerdic. Cerdic, you're right. It's not Stop Cedric. Call- Stop calling me Cedric. My name's not Cedric. Can it's I, Cerdic. Can I kill him and eat his flesh? No, you can't, Ingwald. Let me eat his flesh. Let me rip his neck. <laughs> let me let it sit and rot. He smells good. He smells tasty. And right then, and right then, as you're having this, you all of a sudden, you see standing on a box what looks like this 16, 17-year-old girl mm. with red hair. Is she, is she ripe for vivisection? She's not on Not that I've ever done that before. She's not on a track. And she has a ponytails, pigtail, two pigtails, and freckles. And she's dressed like a swashbuckler. Ah. And she yells. You hear her saying, we... The Overking has summoned us to support the fight. We muster the forces. And people are kind of grumbling. And she goes, I said muster the forces. And there just seems to be a lot of commotion. People are running around, you know, people running off. All right. So uh, with this information, I speak to, obviously, my friend Farrick and uh, Serdic, not Cedric. This may be an opportunity for He's us. He's Sir Dick. Yes. <laughs> Sir Dick. That's, that's there you go. Uh, this may be an opportunity for us to gain some allies here. Perhaps we should assist, but not reveal too much of our powers and abilities. We will offer our warships to escort uh, some of their troops. So let's go. Let's go meet with the uh, this swashbuckling leader and offer our services. Okay, so she's standing up there, and people are coming up to her. You know, people, a lot of guards with these shields, and they're getting information, and they're running off, and you approach. So, it. yes, so myself and, and uh, fair, fair Lady, uh, I am Den Canaan. Uh, for, for two, fortune has smiled upon the sea barons, for I, am, I, am, have, I have no allegiance to a flag, and I'm willing to offer my warships in service to support his, his barony and the northern province. He looks at you. And she's still standing on this box. Yeah, she's I don't know how tall I am. You. Yeah, she's t- definitely probably, probably small. And she looks you up and she looks you down. With, she doesn't like what she sees. With my, with my, gray, with my gray robe and, and uh, I should have my Freedy sitting next. <laughs> now I should have them next to me. Total chaos. <laughs> Total chaos. <laughs> Where's your Afridi? I put him back in the box. Oh, my God. Okay, good. So she looks you up, and she looks you down, and she takes a long look at Ingwald. (laughs) 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 I just kind of think of him like Fester meets um, Groot. It's like Groot and Fester, you know. Oh, yeah. We're going to need a drawing of him. You need to get that commissioned. Yeah, someone needs to be like that. And she... She grabs you by your robe, and she says, and no, she's like a 16-year-old girl. She says, who is able to get warships into the sea baron's water without leave? We, I am. How did you accomplish this? I am, and I, you may not know me, but know that I can be your friend and the friend of the sea baron. That is what is important to you at the You've brought warships 
yes. and men in our time of need. That is correct. Here we are. All right, let's see what we have. It's, it's an attack. <laughs> the 16 year old. And by the, way, by the way, uh, Ingwald knows it's, it's about time to press the cube because now we would put a cube of force around us if, if force comes to worse. Oh, very nice. Very nice. And then it's death to her. Again, it's. Hold so on. 55%. 50, yeah. 55. Oh, 72. She thinks about it. Yeah, so she got a 55 on a reaction roll because it's plus or 47. Yeah, go ahead. So, right, so that was uncertain, right? Yeah, she's uncertain. And then it's 55% negative, but right. she got a 72. So she's uncertain. So she's uncertain. What can I, go ahead, keep going. She says, hmm. She says, how unusual. It is very unusual, my lady. What do you have to offer? You have warships, you have men, and what is it for you? We are seeking, uh, we are seeking safe passage through this part of the world, and it would be better to be friends of the Sea Baron than be under the suspicion. So we, we only seek safe passage if, if we show uh, valor and honor in protecting both the Sea Barony and the Northern Province. She says... She looks to somebody who's standing next to her. He nods. She says. Okay. Okay. So she takes you back to what she probably would think. The, mu the music. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, let me remind you of her age, uh, Den Canaan. Now, now, now we know why you probably were exiled from the Valley of the Man. It wasn't vivisection. It's it it Valentine's Day show. <laughs> no, it's not happening, dude. That reactor roll is not good enough. She takes you back to what she probably thinks is quite a nice mansion. You've seen much better. And she says to you. I'm willing to troll down in this part of the world. I mean, you know, when in, when in the sea bags. When in the sea bags, exactly. <laughs> she says, I don't trust you. But something brought you here now. Something allowed you to get through the Sea Baron ships and come here to Oaken Isle on this very day when I receive word that the Overking has ordered our forces to assist the Northern Province in its fight. It's interesting, though. I think perhaps there may be some choices here. I'm willing to trust you. If you were seeking, if you had come as a force from the Lordship of the Isles, you would not be standing here. We would be fighting. I have no allegiance to them, nor have they ever met, been there. They killed my father, oh. you know? He was the Baron, and they killed my father. I have some proposals for you. Like preposition. We are going, to, we are sending a force. He pulls out a map. We are sending a force. I now kill her and take the map. <laughs> <laughs> Roll for initiative. <laughs> I now use power word kill on her and take the map. We are sending a force to the northern province to assist ah. the overking's cousin, Herzog in his fights against the demi-humans in the Bone March. The demi-humans or the humanoids? I'm sorry, the humanoids. <laughs> We're killing gnomes. <laughs> I'm, I'm up for that. 
<laughs> that was the other choice. There's a lot of choices. <laughs> the humanoid in the bone march. I would very much appreciate your assistance there. It would make me look very well, not only to the overking, but also to Asperdi, the chief of the sea barons on another island. Or, and you shall always, you shall be considered a citizen of Okanile forever. My lady, I think that is wise counsel. I would only add, perhaps you should continue with your uh, plans as is, and when the time of need comes, I and my ships can come. So it's clear that you have forces that they're not aware of. Better to be seen uh, and not present all your power right away. You are very wise. Or perhaps, I am very concerned about this order. I am concerned that we will be susceptible to attacks by the snow barbarians to the north, a savage group who come and raid. And it would be very helpful to have patrols protecting us in our time of weakness. But wait, there's more. <laughs> of course there is. I can't keep track of the choices. <laughs> there may be four, okay. which you perhaps you wish to select randomly. <laughs> or not. Or... In this, the Loftwood has been overrun by humanoids. Ah. This, the trees here are very valuable to our tree producing. We build ships here. And this, we could very much... This timber is taken back to the sea barons. Yes. It is indeed. So we don't only use the timber here on this island, but we also used it from the Loftwood as well. And that trade has... And I'm by myself, right? She, I came, I, no one else is with me. Yeah, just so you. I don't have to worry about Ingvald asking for where the slaves the are. Pit, yes, yes, absolutely not. Or I seek revenge on the lordship of the Isles for killing my father. And if you could assist me there, or perhaps scout the Spinthrift Isles. These Isles in the north, every ship I've sent there has never returned. Ah. And I very much would like to know what is in this spin? And I'm being very eyes. deferential to this girl. Obviously, I don't need to be. I'm an archmage who should be in charge of the value. But I'm, I'm being humored by this. This is very entertaining to me. What is your, what, how may I best serve you? Ah, uh, well. Perhaps we should roll on I it. like the random. <laughs> That's right. And I've actually. Oh, given, oh, I heard you like the random. <laughs> I will do this. Good. And a six, you can choose. So I've given you five, because I've added number five, which is right, going so to the Lordship Revenge and the Lordship of the Isles. Yeah, D6 is my choice. Six, if I roll six, it's my choice. One. You shall fight against the Snow Barbarians. That's no barbarians. I shall patrol the Snow Barbarians. Yes, head to the north. And what is, what, what is, my, uh, what is our action? Should we, what should we be looking for? Or what is the concern you have? The concern? That they will attack our flank. No, uh. that, that they will attack the Sea Baron Islands. Ah, okay. Raid the islands now that this force is heading out to support the overking. We will be defense, the sea barons will be defenseless because we're providing our fealty to the northern province. If you could roam the Solnor Ocean, All right. protecting us from snow barbarians that, are, that might make and if incursions. I, if, if there are snow barbarians on fleets going south, we should prevent them from occurring. We would be very much indebted to you, and you would always be considered a member of the sea barons realm. Excellent. I, of course, I am honored that you will give me this chance to serve the barony and you specifically 
it shall be done. And where should, should we meet here in a month or what, or two weeks? What would your, what is your pleasure? We will bring you word. We will find you, bring you word. So you'll bring a ship out there. Of when the force of how the battle is going okay. in the northern province. You need to understand, though, we would wish that if things go poorly mm -hmm. in the northern province and there does not seem to be any incursion, I may call upon you to aid us. Right. We're needed. Yes, that would show your power, my lady. Would you like to become a member of the sea baron's realm? If my entanglements are elsewhere, but if that provides what you need and, and, and my duties are, are more ceremonial, that would be beneficial. But of course, I could be always called to come. Please bring in your friend, Farrick. We will now become members of the Sea Baron Realms, which I think will, in fact, aid you in your... I need your allegiance. Wow. I trust you. We have, so I bring... Farrick comes and we, we, we say, we are, we are honor-bound to support the Sea Barony and, and, its, and its efforts and gains. Keep the pygmy out of here, out of this room. No, the pygmy is outside. Repeat after me. Okay. I am a Sea Baron. I am a Sea Baron. High and low. High and low. <laughs> Whether water is high, whether water is high, the water is low, or the water is low. I am a sea baron. I am a sea baron. Ho ho ho. Ho ho ho. I now declare you members of the sea baron realms. And she brings, she calls to somebody, and they bring out for the ships sea baron flags. Ah, good. So we're with now... the fish, you have now are members. You owe allegiance yes. to the sea barons. I we 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 are honored that. Thank you. By the way, we're lawfully was that a problem? That's okay. <laughs> Okay, so there it is. So you have your orders. You are now... We're going to patrol the Solonor Ocean looking for the Snow Barbarian fleets that may be incurring. And, under, and, and being prepared to be called to the Northern Province if the war, if goes, the war poorly. goes poorly. And, yes. And I intend to do... Well, they, she doesn't know this, but I intend to do that for a little bit. Um, and uh, we, we will decide later. Actually, you will decide if we want to be... That we'll claim that we'll, we'll fake our own death out here so that we can leave. I'm kind of good. I'm kind of good. good, and I'm taking an allegiance, James. I'm neutral. So we're, sea, we're, we're members of the sea, we're sea barons. That's right. But we're not sea barons. She's the baroness. All right, so for those who are playing at home, we are now moving towards the Solenoid Ocean. Solnar. 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 Solnar Ocean. Gets very, yep. And uh, we are looking for incursions from the Snow Barbarians. The intent is you should go out to our Discord under uh, Farrick and Den Kanan's Excellent Adventure and come up with ideas of why, what we're going to encounter and what the result of that encounter will take us to some other part of the Greyhawk Adventure. Right, so two, sort of two steps. Right, two steps. What so happens to the adventure? What happens and what will happen if after that adventure we need six or eight of them and then next time... Dan will roll, and I will be the DM, and we'll play together. Would you like, to, like me to quickly yeah, read I, I off think, what the other choices yes. were? A roll of a one, we, you encounter a pirate ship. Okay. Two, discover an island with a small ship with seven skeletons on it. Three is what you rolled. Ship gets stuck in the back of a giant sea turtle. Four, discover a small island with a beautiful castaway who's actually a sea hag with a familiar called Spalding. Mm. Five, discover a flooded temple below the surface. Six, this is really, really wanted, encounter the apparatus of Qualish. Oh, the, the actual artifact. The lobster thing. Yeah. Seven, an island with a special beach where various sea creatures such as sea dragons and dragon turtles go and throw up 
a special, incredibly powerful magical form of ambergris, which is a whale something that they do with uh, whales throw it out. Who is involved? Ixichitl? Uh, Sahu again? Whatever. Ixichitl are they, the evil uh, rays, man. Right. Eight was discovered an island with the Baroness, so if that had gotten that, she would have been on there, who is the rightful ruler of Okinawa and is imprisoned on the island. Nine, discover island with a cursed sea captain, which, as you saw, was on the Discord. Ten, a shipwrecked vampire signals for help from passing ships. Awesome. <laughs> that was Rob's. And eleven, this is ads. I'm glad I didn't get this. The Gnomish Aqueduct Guild hires adventurers, you, you guys, to steal the secret formula for bubble bath from the sea barons. Nice. <laughs> so those are the kind of things we want to do. No, those are not the kind of, well, some of them were, some of them weren't. Yes, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Yep. Yes, we will. So I will write out on Discord what the, if you go out to our Discord, you will see the instructions will be pinned. And for next time, we are, I'll say where we're at, and you have to give what we're going to do. Again, we're doing this for an hour. It's not a three-hour thing. So it has to be a single encounter. And then where we're ending up, because the whole point is to tie this into Greyhawk. Yeah, to the extent that they can suggest things based upon Greyhawk. Greyhawk is very nice. Just to let you know, so what I learned, you learned a little bit of this too, is that the Sea Barons have fealty to the Overking. The Overking is in charge of the Great Empire. The Great Great Kingdom. Kingdom. And what is happening right now, because I read up on this in the Great, well, right now, 1982, is that his cousin is in charge of the North Province and the Bone March. The demi-humans are Not humanoids. The Gosh, the gnomes. <laughs> Those gnomes. The humanoids are invading as well as the Kingdom of Nyron and the uh, prelacy, I think, of yeah. Almor are all also looking to attack. If I recall, the Great, the Great Kingdom was very great at one point and it's now falling on hard times, basically what I recall. And so it looks like, James, maybe our characters unwittingly are becoming embroiled right. in this simply because we landed in the sea barons who have fealty to, boy, you know, it's that fealty business. They got fealty to him, and we've got fealty to the sea and, barons. And I feel like Den Kanan, because he's lost alliances, he, he's not sure, you know, he's, he wants to go back and ascend. He wants allies throughout the world, and so he's, at this point, pretty desperate. Yeah, you're neutral. Yeah, that's right. You, that's a good point. We need to be collecting allies. Right. Well, that's what I think. Well, I don't know that I disagree with it. Right. We're here to collect allies and those that can help us in, in, in the, which I assume may be a violent overthrow right. of, of the Valley of the Mage. Marching. So we're just going to collect an army. That's right. Hey, maybe we should go to the Bone March and get some humanoids. Yeah, I don't care. Right? We should. <laughs> I, I, I didn't say I'm not okay. going there. I just said we're going to go over here for now because I wasn't sure. I'm still um, unsure what the... I would think Den Kanan is still not, I mean, he may vaguely know the geopolitic over right. this area, but he's, he, that's why he didn't want to attack anything right away. He wants to sit over there, and he may not attack the Snow Barbarians. He's going to listen to them. He's going to... Well, that's right. He may, he may get an alliance with the Snow Barbarians. That's right. But now I got a problem, though, because I'm Ferric and I'm chaotic good. So I don't have, I, I can't be like sent, uh, leading an army of orcs on I, Valley but, the Mage. I mean, you know, I'm a good guy, but there's going to be some tension that here. That may be just Den Kanan's adventure. You kill me. You throw me overboard. Yeah, you're a freedy. Attacks me. A freak, a freedy attack. Okay. Uh, so, well, you know, we've gone super long. Now it's, around, it's time for us to roll a D10 for okay. a thing. But that was super fun. Great job, Dan. You Thank did, you. obviously, a lot of work. So you did research on this, because I want to make sure I do the similar thing when I... I will hand it Because you had enough 
Uh, so, yes. Where did you get this from? Okay, so Dragon Magazine in 1982, Gary, and a lot of people obviously don't know this, Rob Kunz took over his campaign, and Gary and Rob were writing updates, and this was... Right, so it's in the Dragon Magazine. And there's, yeah, and there's one, there's one in, you got to look in like 56, too. I think this is 62. This, is, this one is July... 1982. Which is, I can't go to 83, but 80, up to 82. And you want to go before, because there's one before this, okay. which gave a lot of good information, too. See, it's talking all about, see, there was the sea barons. But so it's talking all about the geopolitical issues in this area. But that's what I read. I mean, we're doing our own thing, so I don't think we have to follow that. But it's kind of fun to know, you know, what's going on. So I kind of followed that. All right, folks. Well, let's roll a D10. So oh, sorry. Yes, D10. So the Discord is in, in the link, and then one of the channels is called Denkade and Ferrick's Excellent Adventure. Right. So uh, roll a D10 how well we did. Seven. seven. It's a solid seven. That's fair. I, I definitely agree with that. I think that's fair. Well, for those who have stuck for all four hours, uh, we really appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. So for Grog Talk, I'm James. And I'm Dan. And we'll see you next time on Grog Talk. Take care. Grog Talk was taped in front of a live studio audience. Litchy woman, they mean in a keep. Litchy woman, she will make you weep. Litchy woman, I don't believe it. Is this for real? You are filling me with fear. Mercy.